0: public for which it stands
1: that I never miss any day ever and and one of them is Cardio Miracle. If I could have I would have started taking this when I was 20.
2: I began taking Cardio Miracle and as I did that almost within a few weeks I could feel a difference in my energy level. Cardio Miracle has been a game changer in my life.
3: Since I've been taking Cardio
4: Miracle on a very consistent basis my recovery time is amazing.
5: I really want to be a walking testimonial of what Cardio Miracle does for the body. I just feel I feel good all over when I take it.
4: For me Cardio Miracle is my future insurance policy for a great life and pushing life like I've always done and feeling great while I'm doing it. Being on Cardio Miracle has created a pathway for me to be normal to be
5: healthy. I really feel like like Cardio Miracle has extended my husband's life. It's been amazing.
6: For me as a doctor, Cardio Miracle is a staple. I have seen Cardio Miracle improve the lives of many of my patients with many different types of chronic conditions.
7: This is something that's actually made a huge difference and it's staying that way. It's not just a a fluke, it's real.
8: Cardio Miracle is one of the best things that ever happened to me because when I was searching, I was able to find it.
5: Cardio Miracle for me has really been a blessing in my life. It's just been a a special experience for me to be able to have Cardio Miracle.
1: So basically for a 97 year old, I think that I uh, feel a little more like maybe
9: 87. (laughs) Cardio Miracle's made it so that I I, I can live day to day without drama and trauma. If you want to know how important Cardio Miracle is to me, I've got my family on You know I don't know anything more powerful than to say I have my own family doing this.
10: You know we want to live our best lives so I'm doing what I
7: can and Cardio Miracle is one of the best tools I have on a daily basis.
9: Adding Cardio Miracle it's like a secret weapon to your health. Everyone should use Cardio Miracle.
7: Cardio Miracle will always be a part of my life. Cardio Miracle for me and my husband
5: has saved our life. Literally. I am so in love with this. I want everybody to know
7: because if we don't feel healthy we can't help other
6: people. Cardio Miracle gives me the boost that I need to tackle all the tasks that I have
3: every single day. It was indeed a difference maker when I got on the Cardio Miracle. I'm achieving things I couldn't do even when I was younger.
6: Cardio
11: Miracle for us, for me, for my family, was a lifesaver.
3: Cardio Miracle for me
12: and my family has been, it's just, it's been a miracle. I wouldn't even be functioning without Cardio Miracle. I know for a
6: fact.
2: And so I say, thank you Cardio Miracle. That's that's one of those miracles in my life that
11: I'm grateful for. We will never be without Cardio
12: Miracle. Cardio Miracle to me is Hope in a glass.
9: When you create nitric oxide, you are igniting the spark of life in the cell. It is the miracle molecule. That's why we call this cardio miracle, because of nitric oxide, and what it can do for the whole body.
8: It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all, and they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
12: I had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. a figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat, and speaking low, he said,
0: We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep, but tyrants labor innocently while your parents were asleep. Now your freedom's gone, your courage is lost, you're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one on land you think you own you pay your yearly rent but you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. now your children attend a school that doesn't educate and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state you read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and trade it in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen, while your corrupt courts prevail? Your public servants don't uphold the solomus they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter fighting other people's wars. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do
13: you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again.
8: And join in the fight That will give you the right to be
13: free Do you hear the people sing Singing the song of anger?
0: for a militia.
14: God save King George!
3: You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
13: My people of this country and
14: we're under attack. They banned us, they cancel us for speaking the facts. If you man enough, come stand with us, take USA back. And every time we pull up, all you gonna see is American flags. American flags. American flags. And every time we pull up, all you gonna see is
10: American flames. I ain't never gonna pretend that I give a damn Anybody who's offended, can come get it, we throwin' hands Anybody not tryna make America great again You a punk, you a clown, better know where I stand I'm a white boy with the middle fingers in the air, dog. We don't give a what the white boys gonna hold me down anywhere, dog. We think that you suck My patriots, the craziest They ain't afraid to break and fist some faces If you really wanna taste of this No safety tip, the same to stick and spray the clip I pray you miss, cause if you don't, they gon' go wacko Automatic gun smoke like tobacco Never hit a lady, but it's pretty hard to tell If you're a girl or a they them, there's these, that, those I ain't never gonna take a knee for the anthem Smack them. I don't give a damn, can't stand them. Gang full of randoms, fan with a handgun Run up in your mansion, leave it all abandoned I was raised to be brave To the grave, United States We love the country that they've been corrupting Go woke and go broke or if you ain't Awake. my people of this country and we're under attack they banned us they cancel us for speaking the facts if you man enough come
14: stand with us take usa back and every time we pull up all your goodness is american flag your ankles. I'm not hearing what you saying, hit the pavement, now you see an angels, it get dangerous, go against the patriots, got all the bangers, take a look inside my closet, you gon' see way more than hangers, hammers like I do construction, ammo, I'ma shoot at something, why you think we own these guns, so we can just go do some hunting, you must not pay close attention, government, they want division, only treason if you lose, I guarantee we come out winning, let my flag fly high like eagles, I would die for I'm about freedom, you about evil Leave you hanging from the ceiling Like chandeliers in cathedrals Never have the safety on it When we run out, we just reload the people of this country and we're under attack They it, us, they cancel us for speaking the facts If you man enough, come stand with us, take USA back And every time we pull up, are you gonna see some American flag. You see stripes, you see flags on the cars and the trucks and the bikes. Every time we pull up, we go hard, we outside, we got flags on our arms that are tatted there for life. Every time we pull up, we don't care if you're mad. We cherish this land, the haters can get buried in red. They that fire to own glory, turning fabric to ash. But every time we pull up, all you're gonna see is American flags.
13: Fuckers to another
15: edition of, Patri- of the Patriot Party podcast. I am the mickin' with me. Of course, my much better beloved, better half. V-Lin. Hello, Patriots. Well, folks, I, uh, in our short broadcasting careers, I never thought I'd be saying this. Um, but yeah, the gloves are off, folks. It's game over. <laughs> We've watched it happen. We started this podcast by saying we'd never call for it. However, we knew that there was an eventuality for it. Um, You have all of the proof you need. You you don't need to look any further than um, what we saw today. Hmm. Everything that's come out today is more proof that everything we've said is right. That they've been trying to cover all of this shit up since day one. They've been lying to us since day one. The game's over. My question is, why are we still sitting on the sideline? If the game's over, why are we still sitting on the sidelines? Why are we still waiting to enter the gate?
11: How are you going to tap in?
15: I I guess I, I don't understand why we're sitting by letting this government that is obviously corrupted to its soul, to its soul, to control any portion of our lives anymore. There is no argument for reconciliation anymore. There is no argument for amnesty. There is no argument for, oh, well, we can live to get along. No, we can't. They are currently striking down our individual rights as we speak. As this Hunter Biden fiasco continues, we are finding out that there is, to a, there is a double, double legal system in this country. There's one for those who have it. And then there's one for the rest of us. God forbid you're on the rest of us side because you get fucking fucked and raked over the coals and dragged through the mud on that.
13: Mm
15: -hmm. Because if you had money, you wouldn't have to worry about that.
11: If you had money, they wouldn't come after you in the first place because they know you could afford lawyers.
15: The point is, is our government has become a corrupt throw of what it used to be. Our forefathers are turning in their graves. Mm They've lost their absolute ever-living minds. Um, it is game over. The question is, is which side are we going to be on? Are we going to be on the winning side? Are we going to be on the losing side? And there's a lot of people. Why would I even listen to you? What do you fucking know? I what do I know? I know this.
11: I, 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 no, 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 no. I've been
15: watching our country tear itself apart from the inside. It's not for the last three years. It's
11: not the winning side of the losing side. That's not how we base it on. Are you going to be on the right side? Are you going to be on the wrong side? Okay. Are you going to be on Even the better. moral side? Or are you going to be on the evil side?
15: Even better, better way to put it. Well put. Thank you. And that's really what it boils down to. But we've been watching our country tear itself from the inside, from the inside, not from the outside. It's not like we had an outsider attack who came in and tore us up. No, no, no. This is. From within America The divorce Fuck a national divorce We're not even at a national divorce anymore Now we're looking to shoot each other Mm. You have Americans That have absolutely lost Every part of their cognitive Questioning or reasoning For anything that is going on right now And how do I know Play my uh, The first clip The CNN clip Which one? 'Cause it does hold Because no I gotta find it.
0: Is this uh show clips?
13: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay.
0: There was a CNN clip I had here.
11: Uh that one? Rep rep Burchett joins CNN? Yeah. Okay.
15: That's the one. That's All right. right well,
11: here. I can't do it from there. I gotta do it from here. All right. We'll do it from there. Because shut that down. And yeah. That Good job fucking it up.
15: Well, you didn't have it set up. Fuck. Well, I told you we're gonna open with the CNN clip. No, you didn't. Yeah, I told you that five minutes, ten minutes ago, when I gave it to you, and I said, "Hey, I downloaded clips." You? Or said actually, that was an hour ago.
11: You said I. Yeah, don't and get the rid CNN
15: clip is should be the first one you pull up. Mm. Okay. Here you go. All right. So this is an interview that CNN did. And this is my proof. Me now from more Congressman hold it hold it, hold, it, hold it. hold it. This is my proof. I want you to listen. I was going to clip this interview and I decided against it because there are some things that she says that, you know, if you want to give reporters a chance to score points, this would be it. This would be one of them. But watch this. And watch what she says, because this is what we're up against. This is what we're fighting. This is what we're trying to win over to our side, which I just don't see it happening. And there's only one way that this is going to end.
2: Okay. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. First, Congressman, I do want to hear your thoughts and whether you think that UFOs are a serious national uh, security threat. Well,
1: that was discussed, and all three of the gentlemen brave gentlemen, their patriots came forward and, and said they thought that they were. I I differ on that. You know, we've known about these, I mean, I, you read your Bible, Ezekiel saw the wheel um, in the Old Testament. But if you but you know we've known about these for quite some time. And if they have the technology that was ex, that's exhibited in the Tic Tac videos like the candy, not like the Chinese propaganda TikTok, but Tic Tac videos. If you Google it, you can read and watch the videos. Um, they have that kind of technology, it can do those things that defy our laws of physics and can withstand those kind of g-forces, then I think uh, we are, those are the videos right there. Y'all are doing great. Um, then they could do us in if they wanted to. It's it's not it. Sorry, my lights went off. All
2: right. You, you <laughs> um, still look good. Yeah,
1: so- yeah thank you. Uh, but, Like I was stating, if they have this kind of technology, ma'am, they could have done us in a long time ago. I'm not really worried about that. I'm more worried about and people should be worried about our government and our Pentagon who continuously stonewalls us and members of Congress and staff who stonewalled us with this committee. We weren't even allowed to get down in a skiff to um, to talk to one of the uh, one of the people testifying today about um some things that he talked about and we're not uh, not allowed to say in public because of security concerns so you know this thing's gone on and on pentagon says they don't exist yet they changed the name from ufos to uaps and now they're encouraging i believe they're lobbying for more money um, to study these in my opinion and you as a journalist tell me but i think that the transparency issue They need to just turn loose what they have, them, NASA, our military institute, our departments of defense that have been studying this for years. And and then when they show us a file, it looks like a piece of Swiss cheese, literally looks like somebody shot it with a 12 gauge shotgun. You can't make heads or tails out of what's in it. But You're talking about
2: the, the you, documents are redacted. There's so much redaction that you can't really make heads or tails of it. I do want to talk to you yes, about the sir. video uh, th- that was released actually by the Pentagon uh, in 2021. And, and we, we're hearing different things now, though, that, that, are, that take this a bit further. Uh, the Pentagon has never said, yes, we believe there are aliens out there, but now they're saying, yeah, there are unidentified flying objects out there, or UAPs, as you call it, or they call it now. But a former Air Force intelligence officer, David Grush, testified that based on his own experience and conversations with experts, he believes the government is in possession of potentially non-human spacecraft. Do you believe that?
1: Yes, ma'am, I do. I've talked to too many people. It's just there's just too much evidence out there, and too many of these veterans have come forward, and um, and honestly, citizens. I've had members of Congress talk to me about the issue, about their their sightings and things. Jimmy Carter, President Ford, um, both had sightings. There's there's too much evidence out there that this is out there. Um, we believe that they have these craft. They use they reverse engineer. Um, it's probably handed off into the business world in the business community to where it can't be foia to freedom of information act so um you know and and i'll tell you this i i I actually presented a uh, an amendment to the faa reauthorization bill that just said if if a airline pilot sees a uap ufo anomaly in the air in the report they make to the faa that they would have to make issue that report to congress well the intelligence community, not the intelligence committee, but the intelligence community blocked that bill. I wasn't even allowed a hearing on it, was not even voted on, ma'am. So you have unelected bureaucrats in our military industrial complex are telling your Congress what to do. That's a very chilling effect. And this this committee today was bipartisan. Um, I was proud of my Democrat friends and my Republicans colleagues on my side of the aisle that, that testify or that 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 ask these questions, then. Mm-hmm. If- is something that the American public deserves to know,
2: Congressman. For decades, uh, through every administration that that I can think of, um, there have been questions brought up by by civilians, but they've always been said that they're nuts or that they're you know just making this stuff up. And now here we are in 2023, actually talking about this and seeing some evidence of it. So it is a remarkable moment in our history. I do want to quickly ask you. I know you came here to talk about UAPs in the hearing, but I do have to ask you because I am a journalist, uh, and this is in the news about Hunter Biden, uh, his deal blown blown up by the by the judge uh, prosecutors and the defense um, usually have their stuff together when it comes to putting these plea deals together but the judge wasn't having it where do you see all of this going
1: yeah uh, you know I keep thinking it's another nail in the coffin but it's just they just keep knocking the nails you know it, it just it doesn't seem to affect you've got in my opinion ma'am the justice department is um, is very aloof right now they're a rudderless ship. They need to get their act together. The um, the judge obviously executed their option and 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 threw this this horrible plea agreement out. Which honestly, if that was in Tennessee, I've seen people get a, a, a you know get stronger punishment for a, a traffic violation. Literally, he walked on a gun charge, and and now I think they they're realizing what's going on in these committees, in the Judiciary Committee, in the Oversight Committee about what's going on with Hunter Biden, and. Um, and I, and I think they're they're paying attention to that, and this judge realizes that there's more to this, and that this deal is a bad deal.
2: Would you vote for an impeachment, uh, as a lot of folks are talking about in the GOP when it comes to to Joe Biden?
1: From the evidence I've seen, I would, ma'am. You're talking. Um, $10 million from Burisma. You've got money coming from China. But even though not, there's There's, no, there's evidence. no evidence of yeah, anyone but the, even paying any taxes on this money. Right. But, and Congressman, going-
2: even though there's no evidence that we have all seen that has been shown to the public that has been uh, put forward from the Congress, from the GOP, um, that there are ties, very clear ties, between Hunter Biden's business dealings and Joe
1: Biden, correct? Well, let me correct you on that. Is the FBI's informant, not the... Um, not the Republican informant, not the Democrat, the FBI's own informant was the one that that notified us of some of the most damning information. And it just goes on and on. And, uh, you know, you, you, what are they paying these millions of dollars for their grandkids, minors getting tens of thousands of dollars that, uh, you know, what are they getting? You know, they always say, well, the Trumps, the Trumps, the Trumps. Well, President Trump was t- selling tough steaks and crappy ties, we know that. But what is Hunter Biden selling? Nothing but influence. And but so, but couldn't he be uh, there, selling just, that influencer? Every...
2: Couldn't he be selling that influencer if that is the case, without his dad knowing? In other words, selling it using the name really? without, sure. you know what I mean?
1: Well, President Biden changed his story once again today, and um, and said that 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 first he said he's never talked to me about business, which to me is just absurd. I mean, you talk to your dad. I, I talk to my dad about everything. Uh, uh, my business, my political life, my love life, for goodness <laughs> sake, for lack thereof, I guess. But, you know, to say that he's not talking to his dad about it. And then his dad says, well, we didn't talk about that business. And then, you know, it's it's just too much, ma'am. Tens of millions of dollars. And let's be honest, if they'd have paid that money to the Trumps, and there was no, and, and you'd be asking, where's the quid pro quo? Mm-hmm. And this is just reality of what's going on. And the, and the money laundering is pitiful. I mean, the, it's but, but so I just want to be really clear. Congressman. That,
2: yeah. Congressman look, nothing has been made pub- public yet. Um, that shows us all of this when, and if it is, uh, we will get back to you. We'd love to talk to you. Um, if you have the evidence
15: to, to show now, look folks, this As is, and if it is, this is what we're fighting. Hmm. It is plainly obvious to anybody out there Okay, I'll, I guess I'll do both jobs. So hold on. Because I wasn't aware that you weren't going to do your job. But anyway. Fine, whatever. Um, the It is plainly obvious to anybody else that is looking in from the outside on this. You can see that. Let's just examine the facts that we know right now. The facts that we know right now are this. Joe Biden took a bribe somewhere in 2017 for uh, in upwards of what we know right now, $10 million. Yep. $5 million went to him, $5 million went to, to family members Described thereof and through a personal uh, I, I guess you could call him a, a financier of sorts Because what he did is he got the direct payment And then he directed the payments out to the rest of the Bidens Are you done with him? Yeah Okay And that's uh, Dave Smith That's the middleman He's the one that's taken all the money He's already said, yes, I did exactly what I was told to do by the, the big guy to he that. too referred to him as the big guy. Yep. So he received the payments. He sent the payments out. $10 million were dispersed between half of it went to Joe. Half of it went to Hunter and then the rest was dispersed amongst other accounts. Um, So it was more than $10 million. And as we're finding out today, it was close to $17 million is what he was paid. What is the file that Ukraine and China have on Joe Biden? Besides Hunter's laptop. Or my next question is, what do they know that's going on in Romania? Because it's really weird. Joe had a third of the payments diverted from his account to an account in Romania.
11: Hmm. Does Romania have one of those uh, reciprocating tax laws with us?
15: No. And they also have one of those very large things called child sex trafficking that Mm -hmm. goes directly through the middle of Romania. So I'm really confused. I'm confused. How is Joe not a foreign agent? And why the fuck is the rest of America just sitting here taking it in the ass? Like, Hold on a second. Can you put just a little bit more lube on that for me? Mm-hmm. Because it's like we've been told to grab our ankles and hold them. Who the fuck told you to do that?
11: Comer, right here. Here you
16: go. Just activity report and, and like, when is it made? When does it occur? I knew a lot about these because
4: I was a director of a bank for over a decade. Uh, a suspicious activity report is when the bank files notice with the treasury cabinet that they suspect their client has committed a crime. Doesn't mean they committed a crime. They, they have a strong suspicion that a crime was committed. So it's to protect the bank as well.
16: So how frequently do these things happen? Very
4: seldom, despite what the Washington Post hmm. or in their defense of the Biden, they say, well, everybody has a suspicious activity report. That is baloney. I was on the bank board for 10 years. I think we
16: issued two. Over the course of, of 10 years. And, and how many were, were issued concerning Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and the Biden family? Over 170. They were, they were direct. Wait, you were at a bank and they issued two? In and 10 how many years? years. If, you in a
4: issue, if you had two SARS, they're called SARS uh, in, in the banking industry. If you had two SARS against you, it would be hard for you to open an account somewhere there wouldn't be any bank that would want to uh, have you as a customer because it's not worth the paperwork. Remember when the bank files, one of these, you could understand this, appreciate this center. That's inviting the regulators to come in and regulate. Okay. That's the last
16: thing the bank. So want. 170 get filed. That means that somebody's getting a deposit in their account. It's a big amount. It's now look, I love James Comer,
15: Jimmy. First of all, First problem that you're stating here, um, bank boards, they don't issue SARS. That's the first problem. Okay. The FDIC is the one that issues the SAR. Okay. That is where SARS come from. They don't come from banks because if we left it on private organizations that were making money off of the money I deposited in the bank. Then no SAR would ever get filed because they're making money too. Yep. So don't start this shit that I was on a bank board for 30 fucking years. 10 years. Whatever. And I knew that we only issued two. Motherfucker, a bank board does not issue a SAR. The FDIC is the one that issues the SAR. And there's hundreds of SARs created a day. For instance, one of you guys with a private company. You go into the bank, you got a payment of hundred grand. You put it in an account, a different account than your, your normal company account. You're the CEO, you're the CFO, you're the owner. You put it in a different account than the company account. There's libel, libel, there's an FDIC official who's going to see that and issue a SAR on it. SARs don't automatically start investigations. What they automatically start are audits. I've told you all that. Mm -hmm. The part that they're talking about is what the secret service reviews. There's an escalation level with a SAR. So let's put it this way. The SAR comes up, goes to the IRS. IRS gets it. They start reviewing it and they say, wait a minute. I see this guy making five different bank accounts with five different shell companies. This is configuring. When you get to that, they send up the big red flag. They send that one right over to the Bureau. The Bureau starts reviewing it from the day the first SAR, or not the Bureau, but to uh, the Secret Service. The Secret Service starts reviewing it from the day. The day the SAR was initially created to the time that it is now, and they take every tax record involved. And let me tell you something, there's nothing but a bunch of ones and zeros in that motherfucker. And at the end of the day, when they connect everything, they can tell you exactly how much money went from one place to another, where it went, and how it got there, and who is now in control of it. And that is the type of fiscal responsibility that is based on the government when you start seeing shit like that, because then you start seeing stuff like if you're starting to set up a network, you're starting to put up several shell companies and they don't really have real business licenses or anything. And you're doing this in the open. Well, Comer gets into that. Let's let him finish. I I know that, but he's wrong about saying that, oh, there's not bullshit. There's not that many. There's tons of SARS out
11: there. Okay. Mind you the bank that he worked for for 10 years that he led for 10 years was a very small privately owned community bank in the fucking backwoods of Kentucky. Okay. So if they only got two SARS in 10 years, that's not really a surprise. He wasn't working for chase in Manhattan.
15: Touche.
11: Okay. Can
15: do that. So, but to say, but to say it overtly, That there's not that many. That's wrong. That's just that's not accurate.
11: That is from his personal experience, but it's not necessarily true of all banks everywhere.
16: From somewhere suspicious. I mean, what triggers it? Why? Uh, You're a banker. uh, What is it that makes you say we got to file a SAR? A large transaction that comes out of the blue so and what's had, large so what, what is there a well, threshold? you had
4: you had a threshold? Mil- I'll use the Robinson Walker account because we subpoena- that was the first bank okay. account we subpoenaed now who's Robinson Walker Rob Walker was one of the associates that they used to uh, funnel money from China and then yeah, in Romania and-
15: that's that's the name Rob Walker my bad. that's the name that I was looking for that was the oh, yeah, that was the middleman. That's the guy that they've got all the bank accounts for, and they've pretty much figured all of this shit out because he was also, um, uh, what is it when you, you're, you're my, um, consigliere. No, <laughs> no. If you're my cons- consigliere, you <laughs> would have killed somebody by now. You still haven't done that. Jesus, I've been waiting for you to get busy. I killed but, a gator, <laughs> a person. Um, no, no, no. It's not fun. Uh, what when, when you're my. Uh, Estate after I'm dead, uh, executor. Executor. So when you're an executor for like a will or a trust of some sort, you also those accounts also become available to the government if you're on those, mm. and they can search them. So yeah, there's a couple of those accounts too, which is weird. Okay. Very weird.
16: And then so, down and, and launder it down to the Biden. So he's a guy that's doing business with Hunter and Joe Biden. Yeah. Okay. We don't know what that business is, yep. but they got a $3 million wire from, from China. So this... So one wire,
4: $3 million. $3 million. Now remember, this account never had much activity in it over the course of 10 years. Maintained around a forty dollars or $50,000 balance. Then one day, out of the blue, they get a $3
16: million wire from China. And so their bank says this is weird. Yes, and it's coming from China. Like yes. on the face of it, right. it's you a know wire. it's coming from China. Yeah, and he'd never gotten a
4: foreign wire before. And there's three million dollars in, in a in an account that's never had more than fifty thousand. Some months, you know, it had ten thousand dollar balance, but but never more than fifty thousand. Then all of a sudden, a three million dollar wire.
16: Out and of then like. what happens to that three million dollars when it lands? Twenty
4: four hours later, because that's the minimum amount mm-hmm. of time you can uh, you you have to have a. Uh, deposit in the bank for at least like the wire hours. needs to right. clear. Yeah, it needs to clear. Yeah, 24 okay. hours and two minutes later, it's just after 24. Just hours. after 24 okay. hours, the next day they start wiring incremental payments to different Biden shell companies. So how many Biden
16: shell companies? And, and you are know what there?
4: that's called? When you set up a bunch of shell companies for the sole purpose to launder money. That's called racketeering. If they take a third. Somebody else got a third. Then the Bidens has got 1.3 million of the 3 million.
16: And 1.3 to different Biden family members. Yes. Okay.
4: And that's just that from one payment. That particular transaction went to four different Biden family members. So
16: that was one suspicious was activity one. report. One.
4: one. There and there's a hundred and how more? many? hundred and sixty-nine more. Plus, just because, okay, those were. 169.
15: That was one, one of 169. So think about this. One of 170, there
11: was actually, and there's more than that, but yeah.
15: 171 is the total, but think about this. Think about this real quick. One transaction, $1.3 million went to the Bidens. Yep. Remember, right now, James Comer can identify $17.6 million that the Bidens have received in payments from China. Yep. That's from China. That's not including Ukraine. Mm. Ukraine's another $6 million on top of that. Our money coming right back from Ukraine being shuffled through Romania.
11: You know, before we continue with this interview, I want to read something to you all real quick. Okay. I just had it up. I don't know if any of you are on Nextdoor, and I don't go on there very often. But I went on there to advertise our yard sale. And uh, in my notifications, there was this posting. And it said, I have mis- mixed feelings about posting this, but I feel I need to say something. I'm not trying to be unkind. Recently, it seems every notification I've received from next door is from people asking for money or asking about referrals to resources for help, which I really don't mind. But it seems constant now with people setting up GoFundMe pages for themselves. Right now, everyone is struggling. We all go through tough times. And in this world right now, financial struggles are pervasive. The concern is how it is handled. I'm a senior citizen with a teenage daughter headed to college soon and we are unsure how we will pay for it. My income has dropped and our expenses have gone up as a direct result of poor decisions made in Washington. I'm having to work harder than ever. I, like many others, have major health problems. We have gone through hard times before, much worse than now. I would never ask others to help me pay my bills. I understand if I am struggling, others are too. But it seems a public forum is not how to solve a problem. I don't want to be unkind, just concerned that people can handle only so many requests for money, especially when you read through some of the stories and realize that some of the situations were caused by poor behavior and bad decisions. I also realize some are scams and some are simply hard luck stories. I wish I could say I knew what should happen with the postings. Perhaps a, perm- a permanent list of resources could be posted and added to as people discover new ones, but the pleas for donations limited. To those with problems, I recognize some really cannot fix their problems without some help. But to others, I encourage you to find new ways to make money, get creative, get a second job, do something. I too made incredibly bad financial decisions at one time. My health was iffy. I did not think I could work for someone else nine to five. I created a business from home that I could work around my health and be there for my daughter. It was a struggle and hard. We sold our house to pay our debts and struggled managing our finances carefully over about three years while I got my business on its feet. I cannot tell you the amount of self-satisfaction you will have in overcoming problems, especially of your own making. And we also will also serve as a reminder to be careful financially as you never know when something bad will happen. As I've said, I have mixed feelings about posting this. I don't want to be unkind, but for those in need, I don't want people to resent reading pleas for help all the time. Poor decisions in Washington. It's one thing to make poor decisions on your own behalf.
15: And have to suffer the consequences. Exactly. It's another thing when somebody does it for you, and all the people around you have to suffer the consequences. So they' sitting here
11: talking about how this guy had between in ten and fifty thousand dollars just sitting in a bank, you know, when was the last time you guys had fifty thousand dollars sitting in a bank for a couple of years?
15: How about minutes? Let's put minutes on the clock. Seriously. Yeah.
11: I had probably
15: a hundred
11: and. $150,000 in the bank and we went through it in two years. Yeah. year and a half.
15: Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
11: I mean, now I'm not working, so that was essentially my salary,
15: but. You only wish you were worth that much.
11: I was. Now I'm worth more. You didn't need to find a trophy wife. I became your trophy wife, so fuck off. But my point is.
15: Just place some murder for some merch. <laughs> Not for me, I hope. No shit. This, they're so out of touch. It's. This is beyond what I thought it was going to be. This is so far beyond because not even the Republicans feel the pulse anymore. Yeah. They don't understand that. Like we're angry. They don't understand when you confront a, a personality, for instance, confront somebody seriously confront when I saw somebody this morning, try to do it on Fox, Fox and Friends. There was a guy this morning, early this morning, about 5. AM right before the whole concert started with what's his name. Um, Anyway, there was uh, the the lady. The uh, she does the weather. She was out oh, you're there, fine, Mister Hall. She was out there talking to the crowd. Um, she was out there talking to the crowd, and one of the guys was like, "No, I just want to know when the country's going to do something about this." And the lady immediately shifted, and he grabbed her microphone, and he said, "No, no, 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 you just can't walk away." And she goes, "I don't understand why you're upset, sir. You don't know." You don't understand why we're pissed. You are the supposedly the Republican broadcasting station for this fucking country. And you don't understand why we're pissed. I got bad news for you, bitch. Let me tell you something. You've never lived paycheck to paycheck. And I can tell that Mm -hmm. from your Gucci and your Armani and all the other bullshit you wear. You've never lived paycheck to paycheck. Until you do that, you can't speak to me. You're not allowed to have that conversation. Mm
13: -hmm.
15: Because that's a a rite of passage. That's not a rite of anything else. That is a rite of passage. That is something you earn. And when you live through it and you live past it, it's something you carry with you. And you tell everybody else that never did it, fuck off.
11: All right,
4: let's let him finish because it gets worse from here suspicious activity reports that were created by Joe or Hunter Biden, then they were the subject of another hundred suspicious activity
16: reports.
17: So that's 270 if you're counting individually. At least.
16: So if you're the treasury department, because treasury is getting these, these sorts. Yes. I don't know of
4: anybody that's ever gotten more than two or three. You're talking about the president's immediate family that got over 170, Right. Normally, and, and here's what the, the suspicious activity report said. I've had access and I've read them all at Treasury. They said they suspected they were money laundering. They suspected they had... Uh, and this is from multiple banks. It's yes, not just multiple banks. banks, banks you've heard of. J.P. Morgan, Wells Fargo, U.S. Bank. These are Bank of Big America. Banks. Big These banks. These are
16: serious banks with real serious. lawyers that, that like know what And the they lawyer.
4: knew who they were. They said this is a politically exposed person. They suspected some of these wires were coming from state owned entities. They
16: said that from some of the Chinese Okay, so you're going to have to explain owned, that, you mean what like that the means. The communist government Yes. is sending the money.
17: Yes, according wow. to JP Morgan. And the whistleblower in that scenario is the bank who's saying that. The whistleblower. So JP the Morgan bank. is saying, we believe. JP
16: Morgan, Wells Fargo, Bank of America. So they
17: write this suspicious activity and by the report. Way, like
16: all of those banks, JP Morgan, their CEO, Jamie Dimon, is a mm-hmm. prominent Democrat. Right. I mean, none of these banks are Republicans. No. None of these banks have it out for the Biden. No, we've lost Wall Street. They're all Democrats. Yeah, Democrat. yeah you know, I mean, right. that's yeah. not, so, so these yeah. are all banks that are reliable political donors mm-hmm. to the Democrats mm-hmm. that are nonetheless looking at reports saying, wow, this is really concerning. Mm-hmm. But they're writing in
17: the report. I, I, I'm I'm in shock by this. I, I You've seen a lot more of, of this stuff in the legal world than I have. I'm genuinely in shock right now, the fact that you're telling me That an American bank is writing that we believe a wire transfer coming into the Biden family is coming from the Chinese Communist government, not an entity. It's money laundering. And we're saying it's money laundering on top of it coming from the Chinese Communist government. Is that the moment when you said, holy crap? Yeah.
4: Wire fraud, tax fraud, money laundering. So they're naming all the things they think. A shell company is a fake company, okay? It's a company that. So you, it's
16: not a real business. It's not it's a not real business. Making they widgets, don't make it's not,
4: anything. They don't produce anything. They don't provide a good or service. Okay. They're just. You, it's just a corporate could, entity that's could, created on we paper. We could go to the Texas or Kentucky Secretary of State and file a company in two minutes that says uh, "Cruz and Comer Energy Company," but that doesn't mean we have an energy company. We right. just have an LLC, limited liability company, that says we're a
16: energy company. So they just create these fake companies. And how many are we talking about? 20. 20? 20. So 20 different Biden fake companies they don't have factories, no. they don't have machinery, they don't have products, they don't own have real products, estate, they don't, they own don't have real a website. They, they don't have, have,
4: have a business card, they don't so have So they're
16: 20 companies. They don't have a
17: storefront, they have nothing. nothing.
16: Okay. They're they're just so it,
17: and so that's where
4: the laundering. Yes. So explain how you launder money and how that works. Money laundering is is hiding money. You're you're hiding the source of the money and you're uh, deceiving the international the internal rep-
15: you're not deceiving the internal revenue service. What you're doing is you're concealing the money that you earned illegally under the guise or the auspices of legally earned money Mm -hmm. and legally earned money that you've already paid taxes on. The point is, is you don't have to pay taxes twice. However, that's not the big part. The laundering is bullshit. We already know they've been laundering. I don't give a fuck about laundering. What I fucking care about is the fact that the commander in chief of this country currently has received payouts from the Chinese fucking Communist Party. Communist Party. Mm-hmm. Hello, McFly. I don't mean to be an asshole, but what else do I have to do to wake you the fuck up? He's a traitor. I don't know. So this kid. Maybe give him a Klondike bar. Holy shit. What else do I... Why are these two gentlemen that supposedly represent us? They represent us. How the fuck are they sitting there? Just well, you know, he just brought some money in in this one account. Just said, well, it went out. What the fuck are you talking about? It's the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. How? I, I'm blown away. I. No, you're watching this start going off. No, (laughs) folks, game over. Game's over. Hmm. Now we're not playing games. Anything that happens from here on out, hey, I told you all, I warned you. I warned you, America. I told you this shit is going to happen. You're pissing the wrong people off. We don't take lightly to this bullshit. We don't like it when other people are treated differently than other people. We don't like that. Yep. Whatever happens now is on you. Mm -hmm. We gave you a chance. I gave you fair warning. I am not the spokesman for what's about to come, but what is about to come, it's going to hurt a little bit. It's going to feel like a fucking spiked fucking dildo getting shoved up your ass. I'm going to tell you that right now. Mm -hmm. It might actually feel like your nuts are being ripped off from the bottom part of your undercarriage. Like somebody was specifically doing it on purpose i might be but it's not out of hate remember it's just out of respect because you came out and told us this because this is so important well let's come back to it and you didn't do anything about it you just sat there and let it happen well they're thinking
11: about opening an impeachment inquiry
4: I have a new service to try to evade taxes so if 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 the Hunter Biden was doing something legitimate for China. They could have just wired the money to Hunter Biden, but they didn't. They, launched, they sent it to a company called Robinson Walker. Then they wired it to a company called Owasco. Then they wired it to a comp- another company called Bohe, something or another. And then they start- And do these with, companies do anything with it?
16: Nothing. Just, it's, it's just, it's it's just a like a bucket to pour yes, the water yes. in the port in another That's place exactly somewhere it somewhere else.
4: That's exactly what it is. And it was organized. This is like organized crime.
16: What is this?
11: That's exactly what it is. Um, It's organized crime. So one more time. It's a RICO violation
15: as well. No, because under this, because no, it's even worse. No, it's Farah. I mean, yeah. The Farrah Farrah. part alone. Every count of Farrah is 10 years at a minimum. Every count. 270? uh, Every count of Farah. Is 10 years at a minimum. So, so when you violate Farah, right? This is how stiff they made the penalty. If you violate Farah once, it's a 10 year, it's a minimum 10 year jail sentence.
13: Mm-hmm.
15: Okay. Don't think that's light. Like, that's a felony. Automatically, it's a felony. That is why they're scared to shit of Hunter Biden right now, actually pleading not guilty. Because now it's going to go to trial. Because right now, Obama is losing his fucking head and dirty mop head came out and said, don't worry about it. He's not going to be pardoned. Oh, we'll play that real quick. Wait a minute. What did you just say, bitch? Oh, no, we're, we're not going to pardon him. Bullshit, motherfuckers. If you think Joe Biden's calling the, pulling the trigger on that one, you're wrong. Jill is. Jill's not going to let her only son go to fucking jail.
1: Mm-hmm. The day the unraveling of Hunter's very suspicious plea deal, leading to the White House now being asked whether the president will have to pardon his son. Good morning, Lauren. So, how did the White House respond to that question?
7: KARINE uh, Jean Pierre said, Not a chance. Watch.
12: Let me go back to the first question of the briefing. I know you said not a lot has changed since yesterday, and that it's a personal matter. But from a presidential perspective, is there any possibility that the president would end up pardoning his son? No.
13: What,
15: is there, I, a, I just what, said what, no. I just answered. Own- now, listen, that's policy. Thanks. That's policy because of the position that she holds. What she just said is policy. So if Joe Biden comes out right now and pardons this piece of shit, what are you going to do, America?
13: Um, I, are you,
15: are you, are you just going to sit there and let it happen? No, no, no. I'm serious. What are you going to do America? Are we just going to sit there and let it happen? Probably. Or is it about time we step in?
11: Mm-hmm.
15: Is it about time we take the gloves off? Is it about time that we finally say, look, we're tired with the bullshit. Look, I, and I, I'm looking at this from the honest point of view. I don't give a fuck what time of the fucking year we got to fight in. We got to fight in the winter. We'll fight in the winter. We got to fight in the summer. We'll fight in the summer. We don't give a shit. The point is, is this country does not have much longer left. If we don't start correcting shit now, we don't have a whole lot of time
11: left. I mean, we're already past that. It, we're past the point, point of correcting shit now. Sorry. Well, it's, it's too far gone.
5: Here. We'll, we'll just ask some more. Jonathan Turley, uh, constitutional law attorney, law professor, and a Fox News contributor. Jonathan, thanks for being in focus. First of all, knowing what Hunter Maybe is Harris. potentially up against, fighting for a new plea deal now, and all the evidence unfolding in other investigations, do you think the president would not pardon him?
12: Well, there was that moment in the uh, White House, which was almost comical, where Uh, Jean Pierre seemed insulted. They wouldn't take no for an answer. This is the very spokesperson uh, that just two days previous said a clear falsehood about prior no's, right? This president has also said there was no Chinese money that went to his son. His son just said there was. This was the president who previously and for years said that he had no knowledge of these business dealings. That's now proven to be untrue. So the surprise over the skepticism of the press corps uh, really did border on the comical. Uh, It's not clear what it would take to get the president to this sort of what I've called the break the glass moment in a Hmm. column yesterday. Uh, You know, we've had presidents use the pardon power uh, for friends and family, Bill Clinton being the most obvious with his half-brother. But the question, I think, for the White House is, can this be fixed? And when I use that term, I use it broadly. You know, there was an effort to fix this case. Uh, The fix fell apart, and now they're trying to fix that. Uh, They've got uh, 30 days to do it. Yeah, real quickly, how hard is it going to be to get
5: another plea deal? The other one included that blanket immunity that was on, I think it was page 15. (laughs) There's a chance that you might not have even noticed it. It was buried so deep. So is it hard to get another immunity deal for Hunter Biden, given all the other investigations going on?
12: WELL, IT REALLY IS A QUESTION OF uh, YOUR CAPACITY FOR SHAME OVER AT THE DEPARTMENT OF JUSTICE. I MEAN, what THAT SCENE WAS REALLY EMBARRASSING FOR EVERYONE AT THE DEPARTMENT. AND THE QUESTION IS, ARE THEY GOING TO TREAT HIM THE WAY THEY WOULD A NORMAL DEFENDANT? FOR ONE OF MY CLIENTS, IF WE WALKED OUT OF A PLEA DEAL IN THE MIDDLE OF A HEARING, uh, they would hit us with everything they could, including maximum jail time. That's usually the response of the Department of Justice. Wow. Uh, in this case, uh, like many other cases, that may not be this, the case.
5: Well, speaking of which, some op-eds on the Hunter Biden plea deal are calling it a scam from the uh, start. President, Jonathan, terrific. another says That's the wording of the news. deal proves the if deal. Guys,
15: heard about this, but um, Eagles founding mem- member. Um, Randy Meisner is dead. Died at age 77.
11: You interrupted that for like, yeah. a, yet another dead musician? Yeah,
15: the Eagles. I mean, that's that's huge. That's three in a row. Okay. That's the three. That's the big three.
11: Every day another musician dies. I don't know why you interrupted this for that, because that's nothing.
15: Randy Meisner, the, he was the, one of the founding members
5: of the Eagles. Babe, really?
11: How many jabs did he have? I have no idea. Yeah, they're I didn't all look. dying.
5: Jay sought to protect Joe and by that of course we mean president joe biden. It points to a portion that reads quote the united states agrees not to criminally prosecute hunter biden for any federal crimes related to the case. Their analysis quote with further prosecutions for past crimes ruled out the doj and fbi officials needn't even look for them allowing them to stay clear of anything that might implicate the president. Jonathan that sounds like a cake with all the ingredients just packed in there to benefit Hunter Biden and his dad.
12: I THINK THAT'S THE unavoidable CONCLUSION. I MEAN, the, THE ASTONISHING THING IS THE DEGREE TO WHICH DEMOCRATIC MEMBERS HAVE REFUSED TO ACKNOWLEDGE THE EVIDENCE OF this, THIS SPECIAL TREATMENT. THEY HAD TWO RESPECTED IRS WHISTLEBLOWERS SAYING THIS WAS TREATED LIKE NO CASE THEY'VE EVER SEEN. THERE WAS A GREAT DEAL OF PROTECTION GIVEN TO THE PRESIDENT'S SON, INCLUDING TIP-OFFS, uh, CRIMES THAT WERE ALLOWED TO RUN IN TERMS OF STATUTE uh, LIMITATIONS. AND NOW YOU HAVE A FEDERAL JUDGE ASKING THE PROSECUTOR <laughs> have you ever mm-hmm. even seen a plea agreement like this? And the prosecutor saying no, as if he was some pedestrian watching this unfold in front of him. I mean, it's an extremely embarrassing situation for the Justice Department, and it ultimately has to be laid at the feet of Merrick Garland. Uh, you know, there is less trust for the Justice Department today than there was oh. under his predecessor, and this is why.
5: Yeah, and that's a problem because they, they sometimes, you know, go after and investigate Americans. And if if these are the terms in which the privileged get taken care of, what about the rest of us? Because I don't think it would look like that. It seems near. Exactly.
15: Hunter gets such a sweet deal. He gets the deal and the rest of us get fucked. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's it- I mean, look, the only way this changes, folks, the only way this changes is if we do it. That's, I, I'm sorry. That's the only way this changes. It doesn't change with the press. Don't give me this shit about investigative journalism. You, you know what investigative journalists do all day? They sit around and they constantly beating their fucking meat. They're not doing shit. True story. It's It's true. They don't do dick unless they're told to do it. Because it doesn't make any sense today. If you're not with the narrative, you're against it. If you're against it, you're with us. Mm-hmm. Which means you sit on the this side of the camera. You sit on the, the side. We can't even get any airtime anywhere else. We get kicked off of everywhere else we go because of the shit we talk about. Mm-hmm. People don't want to talk about. But that's America today. You can't go into a restaurant and have a conversation like this. If you went into a conversation tonight and had a conversation like this, they'd ask you to leave.
11: In a restaurant, you mean?
15: Yeah. They would ask you to leave. You want to know why? Because you can't do it.
11: Because you're upsetting the other patrons.
15: Yep. Mm
10: -hmm.
15: Because, yeah, the customer's always right. I agree with that. Until the customer's not a human anymore.
11: The customer's not always right. Not in today's day and age. I'm sorry.
15: There's a lot up of
11: up with so many entitled cunts in the first place.
15: There's a lot of entitled. That's exactly the words I was just about to use. You just stole them out of my yeah. house head. So just continue with my rant. But no, dead serious. That's exactly what I was going to say. There's so many entitled cunts today. Mm-hmm. The customer's not always right.
13: Mm-hmm.
15: I'm sorry. And most of the guys that work in the service industry know exactly what I'm talking about. You've been to those houses where you wanted to choke the motherfucker.
11: You've had those customers. You've had those guests. Like my absolute, the only person, the only guest that literally pissed me off so bad that I was shaking. I was so angry. I think I've told you guys the story before that we had a conference every year at the hotel. And this one lady came in with her father And insisted on a free upgrade to a riverfront room with a balcony, which is usually an additional $60 a night because of the color of her skin. Even though everybody else there with the same conference was paying the same fucking low-ass $129 rate, and most of them shared the same color as her, but she had to get it because if not, I was a racist. And I told her to fuck off, and so she asked for the general manager. And that fucking... Anyway she got her riverfront room in the balcony for no additional charge. And I was so fucking pissed because she was an entitled cunt.
15: Sorry. Some days you just gotta, you gotta bring people down and pick. Yeah. Let them know, no, you're still human motherfucker. Mm-hmm.
11: That's what I told her. I don't care what the color of your skin is.
15: I care about how much money is in your bank account.
11: If you can't pay for it, you can't stay there.
15: I mean, Hey, it it. You know, people ask all the time, like, for instance, we have a, we had a matter of fact, you're one of your old customers that used to always come to you Mm -hmm. all the time. Not one of your old customers, but one of the groups of customers that used to come to you all the time. The, uh, flight, um, you know what I'm talking about? Those guys over Mm -hmm. there at GS Yeah. anyway, went to fix their door the other day. Oh yeah. Okay. So get this. I'm up there. They said, yeah, the door won't open. They're pulling on the chain. I'm watching them pull on the chain. I walked over. I'm looking at the door and I'm going, wait a minute, why isn't the door moving? Because I don't see anything broken, right? And I look over and there's a lock still engaged. So I walked over to the side of the door and I pulled the lock open and door opened right up. Not a problem.
13: Mm-hmm.
15: I charged them 79 bucks mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. It's a commercial job. I'm being nice because normally for commercial yeah, actually, jobs, 250 if, bucks. If we show up, it's 279 just for the service call. Yeah. Just if we show up and get out of our truck. That's two seventy nine right there normally for a commercial job. So I was being nice. I charged him 79 Mm bucks and, uh, went on my way. Right. That afternoon, my boss got a call. He's like, Hey, this lady's calling. What did you do? And I explained what I did to the boss, my boss. Mm -hmm. He said, okay. He said, I'll talk to her. And, um, she called back again. She called him. She called me. I wouldn't pick up though. I'd never pick up my phone. And, um, Unless it's me and then it even then not usually <laughs> then it's random too. And then when I did pick up my phone, um, and it wasn't her, it was hitting my boss again. He goes, Hey, did you get her phone call? I was like, nah, I sure didn't. I was at another job. <laughs> I was <laughs> completely bullshit my way through that one. But I was like, no, I'm, I'm not going to talk to her. I've already told her what the deal was. You're an your employee's a fucking idiot. He didn't realize that the door was still locked. You dragged me out there to show you that your garage door was still locked. I'm sorry. At that point, you pay me. Yeah. It's not about fucking you. If you knew so well that the door was broken, gas ain't free. You can pay me the $79 to fucking unlock your garage door. And seriously, that probably
11: just paid for the gas, not even your time. Exactly. Yeah.
15: Exactly. I covered our gas, I didn't cover anything else.
11: Exactly. So, but oh. next, Did y'all hear what they're doing to Trump now? Charging him again. More charges on Trump. Three more. Mm-hmm.
15: Yeah, it's really and two of too. his two of his employees mm-hmm. now, and three more charges against Trump. Yep. And now they're going. Now, this is why the game is over. They
11: literally his.
15: Okay, let me get this right.
11: One of his employees uh, made a last minute trip to Florida. And apparently when he was questioned about it at the time, or he told different people different things. Okay. So one person, another employee, of the Trump organization asked him, where are you going? And he said, I have a family emergency. And he used a shush emoji in his email. Okay. Then he told the Secret Service that he had to do some, he had to take care of some last minute business. And then he told someone else he was doing So something essentially
15: else. he told three different stories. He's a liar. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Next. All
11: right. Um and apparently this last minute trip came up about three hours after he got off the phone with President Trump. Okay. And he went down to Florida. And they're saying that he moved the boxes because he used a shush emoji in
15: his email. Okay. That's bold. That's, you know what? So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. So let's examine the other side of that too. They're charging another one Mm -hmm. with conspiracy Mm -hmm. because he supposedly deleted a hard drive with videos of that area of the house. Except the videos aren't deleted. The third charge is the one that I love
13: because mm-hmm.
15: the third charge is the one to cover all of the other charges, to include the warrant.
11: Oh, because it hasn't. Remember, I told you guys the other day. It has nothing to do with the um the uh what the fucking. National Archives anymore. No, no. According to Jack Smith. that. that, No, This is about the
15: warrant now because the warrant, as we're finding out now, is unconstitutional. And as soon as a judge rules on that, they've got a real problem because none of the charges stick because everything was based off of the warrant. But when you find out that the warrant is unconstitutional and that none of the other charges are going to stick, you have to find another overlapping charge that makes them all stick. So what's the other overlapping charge that they go for? Conspiracy. Oh, there you go, obstruction. Because obstruction, they can they can charge Velin, as Bongino loves to put it, with fel- felonious mopery and then they can task Velin, hey, go bring me all the documents on felonious moperi. and when you can't find any and you go past the time limit, they charge you with obstruction. At that point, mm-hmm. it's their way of making a crime out of nothing. It's like it's. That's all it is. It's literally like telling your
11: your uh your brand new pogue to go find the elbow grease.
15: Yes, or the keys to the range. Yeah. Or then, my favorite was the box of grid squares. And then he or the T W R E batteries. But
11: then he he comes back three hours later and he can't find it and
15: you throw him in the brig. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Same thing. Exactly. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's no different. But that's what they're doing. And this is all, and you guys know that I don't, I don't protect Trump. Trump is a fucking politician. He can deal with my bullshit just like he can deal with everybody else's. But when I see this shit happening like it's happening on fucking national TV, and everybody's watching it, to include the morons who can't wake up, And they're going to be the majority of the next voting session. And you tell me not to worry. Okay. I get a little worried. I get a little worked up and I say, maybe it's time. We just say, fuck it. Don't wait on them. Let's just go do it ourselves.
11: Leo said, everybody is so worried about fixing our government. Not many are even thinking about how impossible it will be to fix society. Well, there is one fix for both.
15: Burn it down. I was going to say something else, but I was going to go with a three-letter word. But okay, it, same difference. God would have been my three-letter word, but well, God's, that's God's where I would burn have gone it with it. Down, but
11: um, when everybody is fighting for their lives, when they're struggling to survive, do you think they're going to give a fuck about culture and
15: society? The Barbie movie. <laughs> They're sure as hell not going to give a fuck about you, your land, or where you live. All they're going to care about is your skin color. And then at that point, if you're not on the spectrum, you're not going to matter. And your hands are going to get cut off just like what happened over in France. Actually, they're going to, when we hit that point, they're just going to worry about how much food you have because they're going to want to take it from you. Well, they're going to kill you outright. So it doesn't matter either way. They can bring it. There's, there's a couple different options here. You know, when we first started this podcast, one of the first episodes we did when we went live, we did a live podcast. We had a dude in the chat room. We had probably like nine people in there and we had a dude in the chat room who was saying burn it all down and i went off on him i feel bad today i do i I honestly do because he could see the writing on the wall before i could Mm -hmm. and i was just pissed off with him if i could go back to today and tell him i apologize i would because that's how stupid this is we're at that point not because of us we're at that point because these fuck sticks in the government they can't figure out to fix shit how to fix it well they can't fix it in the first place and they're gonna fuck us to do it mm -hmm. that's what's gonna happen we are gonna take the big cock in the ass we're gonna be the ones the middle class is gonna get thrown over the barrel again and we're gonna be told to deal with it how many times do we deal with it before we start saying wait a minute Why did we put you in charge in the first place if all you're going to do is turn around and tell us to deal with it?
11: I mean, I'd much rather have a little cock in the ass than a big cock in the ass. Seriously. There is a time and place when size matters, and I think that's it.
15: For a person who's exit only, I would have to agree. (laughs) I would have
13: to agree.
11: (laughs) Big Mike! Oh, Let's ask Obama. I'm sure he knows. (sighs) All right. On to to how they're fucking Trump with a giant cock in the ass.
10: development in the case of the classified Wait a minute. Found Wait at a minute. The Stop. Pause. Pause it.
15: Why does fucking Trump get a giant cock in the ass and the rest of us just get a regular <laughs> cock in the ass? Because he's Trump. <laughs> I don't get it. It's Big Mike's cock. It's a big Big
10: Mike? Trump now faces new charges after the special counsel filed a superseding indictment that also added a third defendant to the case. NBC's Bree Jackson is in Washington with more.
13: They have a
0: lot of people. I wish we could get them in.
7: The federal indictment alleges that former President Trump was part of a scheme to delete security video and obstruct the investigation into classified documents stored at his Florida estate. I think this is just really powerful evidence that uh, makes that obstruction of justice scheme. Uh, re-
15: Look any time that you bring peppermint patty on the screen and you're, I know she's not, but when, but when you're like
11: peppermint patty, but listen, listen,
15: listen, no peppermint patty was just on the screen. She's the one interviewing grandma. That's right. Okay. Look, when your first defense is to bring peppermint patty on the screen, that's not a defense because I don't believe it to automatically bullshit.
7: It's like local NBC, but Hey, it's all good really, uh, it seems to me, very difficult to defend against. Two Trump associates also face charges. His aide, Walt Nolta and Carlos De Oliveira, a maintenance supervisor at Mar-a-Lago. The indictment states De Oliveira told another employee that the boss wanted the server deleted.
9: The only way that indictment is as detailed in recounting those interactions is if a party to those communications is, is cooperating. <laughs>
7: Despite the charges against him, Trump remains the GOP frontrunner in the 2024
1: presidential race. To me, it's a reflection that he represented many in this country that were were upset with this place.
7: I don't think those who are uh, digging up charges to file understand uh, how uh, they are hurting their own credibility. Trump is bracing for a possible third indictment for his alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election.
11: See, and, and this, is, this is everyone this, they interviewed was literally like this is bullshit and they cut him off really quick.
15: This is interesting because she brought up a good point. Notice how everybody that is bringing charges against Trump have nothing politically to worry about.
13: Mm-hmm.
15: For instance, what does this kid have? to worry about this dickhead who's bringing charges jack against smith jack smith he is nothing please he's a fucking CIA dude his he, name is
11: jack smith he's not
15: going anywhere he's not going to be anything ever he's nothing they allow him to bring charges and allow him the powers of the doj and i guarantee that motherfucker shouldn't even be in the position he's in I put money on it. Oh, I yeah. guarantee if we did dirty. some research in his background, he never even graduated law school. Oh. I put money on it. I don't know about that, but I would put money on that. Okay.
11: Let's go back to China. Fucking us.
7: Veritas has acquired hundreds of documents that yeah. detail business. I, Sorry. We played that.
15: We last played night. that last My night. apologies. That was the project Veritas clip that I said we need to pay attention to because they did uncover some shit, believe it or not, without James O'Keefe, they which did. was amazing They, did. they Um, did. I doubt it's gonna last but whatever I, I i've only seen that's like the first one that I saw that was actually worth a shit since James left Yeah, so that's the first it was one i've seen since james left. Yeah, okay. I, I mean literally we played like zero on the show Yeah,
11: absolutely Well, all right, then uh This is great right here. You want to know one of the reasons why we're so fucked by the government? This guy puts it into perspective for you.
8: Ten oldest motherfuckers in the United States Congress. Number one, we got Danny Davis, born September the sixth, nineteen forty-one. He eighty-one. When this man was a kid, his parents could vividly remember when sliced bread hit the fucking market. Number two, we got Jim Clyburn, July the twenty-second, nineteen fucking forty. Next, we got Nancy Pelosi, March the twenty-sixth, nineteen forty. Why the fuck all these people went to school together? This woman is eighty-two years old, just like the last fella. Why the fuck is they in Congress sharing stories about life before television? And this woman don't even look like she ate it, man. This that that damn baby juice. I'm telling you. Next, we got Steny Hoyer, born on June the 14th, 1939. He 83. Do you want this motherfucker guiding you anywhere? I don't even want him driving in front of me. Do y'all remember the, the bitch from Spongebob that thought chocolate was gonna make her younger? This is that bitch in disguise. And now we got Maxine Waters, born on August the 15th, 1938. This woman is 80-fucking-4, making decisions about where the country needs to be going damn near a hundred years after her fucking birth. Next we got Hall Rogers, born on December 31st, 1935 he 85 there's no way in living or dead fucking hell that you gonna tell me he don't look like he done slipped a couple of them out in his life and you know what I'm talking about he look like he done said that shit a couple of times get nah number six is Bill Pascrell born January the 25th 1937 That mean this man is 86 years old and a fucking month yeah, he already got his casket just laminated at the house. The fuck. Next, we got Grace Napolitano. She 86, born December the fourth, nineteen thirty-six. A head full of white hair and a bloodstream full of fucking lead. Where you taking us? Now, y'all ain't gonna believe these last two, bro. Chuck Grassley. He's eighty nine years old and five months. This man was born in the winter of thirty-three. Describing his birth even sound like I'm reading some shit from the fucking Oregon Trail where he leading us Oh, and this shit right here Diane Feenstein born in the summer of 33 this motherfucker is 89 years old and eight months. My country is literally being ran by bones You cannot make this
15: fucking shit up Here go the to top <laughs>
13: That's a good one.
11: See <laughs>
15: that was funny That's so true, though. (sighs) They are. We are. we are
7: old as fuck.
15: 90 years old. Where are you leading us? Where are we going? We're going right to the retirement community hospital because we got a broken hip. One of the two. Trust me. My mom's been telling me all about it. No shit. Shit, if she falls again, I think they're going to give her the airbags for her pelvis so it blows up around her.
11: (laughs) I mean, the fuck? That was... Oh, well, it's it's that about time, that time anyway. anyway well I was trying to get the the Jay Bearheart clip but I don't think it downloaded properly. nope
15: the joy yeah that one the joy bearheart yeah uh, if you didn't see it this morning, she apparently missed her chair completely um it was quite funny ended up uh landing on her ass and the four women of the view helped her up. And it was really funny to listen to all the grunting and the groaning and all the, uh, the simpering. It was it was hysterical. Well, especially.
11: she's like eighty six. Seriously, she's old as fuck too.
15: Yeah, but she weighs like a ton.
11: Well, and- because
15: you could hear like even Whoopi going, she's trying to lift her up. Jesus Christ! I was like, damn.
11: Don't they have, like, security on the stuff for that?
15: <laughs> yeah, but by the time he got in there, Joy had already been picked back up. Ooh. It was really funny. All right. It was, uh, it was comical. She completely missed it. Walked right off the stage. Quite funny. All right. Either way, you all know what time it is. It's about that time.
11: Cisco, how did your gay, not gay, ice cream sandwiches go today?
15: I do want to get high, so. I always want to get high, so. If you got it, spark it up. Light it up. Get it ready. Here we go.
11: Thunder
15: thunder, thunder, thunder.
11: <laughs> oh! i'm gonna end up having to stay up really late again tonight fucking a. of course last night belushi kept us up till like two in the morning
15: he did thanks for we were the on belushi's so. like
11: an hour i was like all right i'm getting off i'm going to bed i'm getting off i'm going and then we just kept talking fucking nope. a
15: he just kept us talking it was good it was a lot of fun had a good time
11: it was and then we woke up this morning and leanna was there at like nine o'clock to the sound of rain all day it rained. And I was like, fuck, how am I supposed to get it ready for my yard sale? If it's raining, I couldn't, I ended up baking, which is fine. Cause I'm baking at the yard sale, provided the kids didn't eat all the bread that I baked today. Um,
15: yeah, it's already gone. I told them I could eat one more. <laughs> I would love to change the world, but I'm out of ice cream sandwiches. Yep. So, uh, so yes, we'll, we'll
11: All agree. day. I was going back and forth. Do I postpone the yard sale again? I've already advertised it now. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? And I'm looking at the weather channel, and it says it's going to rain all day, and it's going to rain tomorrow, and I'm like, fuck. But uh, one of my neighbors who regularly gets eggs from me, and when I told her about the yard sale, she actually asked for some pickles, too. So she came by today, and I was like, I'm really thinking I'm going to have to change it until next week. And she was like, you got that tent up? Just put the tent up. People will come out, rain or shine. I was like, well, okay, then. I guess we're doing the yard sale tomorrow. Rain or shine? She's like, oh, I already told everybody. You got to do it. Well, okay then.
15: Apparently she knows the yard selling community.
11: Well, I told her, I told Lulu, because Lulu knows a bunch of people too. Mm -hmm. And I told the two ladies that live across the pond. And then I posted it on Nextdoor and Facebook, which almost got me kicked off Facebook.
13: Really?
11: Well, I put in my yard sale post that, you know, we're selling kids' toys and... Legos and play sets and action figures, plus fresh eggs, bread, pesto. Apparently, they don't like the plus. The eggs, bread, and pesto and whatnot. Well, fuck them. So, whatever. Anyway. Fuck them. I know. Fuck them. But I was like, whatever. So.
15: Next time, just say uh, home-baked goods.
13: Yeah.
11: Exactly. So, uh Shit. But that's okay
15: Dude I'm telling you Biden sucks stuff uh, My boys love pickles
11: Well they say they don't And yet we catch them eating them in the middle of the
15: night My, my youngest he tells me all the time I hate, pickles, I hate pickles. Dad. pickles Then I catch him in the middle of the night with the biggest pickle in his mouth And mm-hmm. he's just like looking at me going What <laughs> You he's don't like, tell mom I won't tell mom
11: He's like that wasn't me that was Connor Dude Connor tops you by a foot like, it's hard. To, it's, it's hard to confuse the two of you. Yeah.
13: Thunder.
11: Connor's taller than the refrigerator. You're still half pint.
13: Yeah.
11: Yeah. How did my pepper sauce come out? Very spicy. <laughs> Mix said it, it needs more flavor, but it was fresh so, then. So. so.
7: When the FBI knocks on your door, what do we tell them? Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Nah.
15: Yep. <sighs> Fuck off. And we're not. We don't have to worry about that because the FBI is not going to come knock on our door. The the people that are going to come knock on our door are other patriots. I hope so. Right? Yep. You ready? Yep.
11: Let's go. Be out in a minute. I hid the pickle jars. I hid eight pickle jars out in the uh, the uh, the pool house refrigerator. Those are the ones that I was selling. So
15: she knew I was going to be too lazy to walk all the way out exactly. there. Exactly. So, exactly. Just the way it is. So. Um,
11: but we'll see about the hot sauce. I'm I don't know. Needs just a little bit more flavor. Needs I'll, I'll probably we gotta add something. I'm gonna to it. rebottle it. I'll probably put it back in the pan and simmer it with some apple cider vinegar and uh maybe some um some allspice. Those bring out good things. bring out the flavor, bring in the, some flavor, the, yeah. the habanero so, and then rebottle it in smaller jars because right now I have it in eight ounce bottles and they're fucking huge. Yeah. And no one's going to be able to go through that much hot sauce because there's no preservatives in it. So, well, I mean, vinegar, I guess. It will last. That'll last, that'll It'll last in time. a refrigerator yeah. for a hot minute. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, yeah, so I, I plan to be up all night basically getting ready for the art sale now that it's stopped raining. So, but I came down to, I was like, all right, I called Heather and I was like, I was at our friend B's house and I was like, you know, if I don't, if I decide to change the yard sale, like if I move it again for the third fucking week in a row, the first two because I wasn't ready, now I am. And if I move it again for weather, I know that I'm going to wake up in the morning and it's going to be beautiful, and I'm going to be fucking kicking myself and pissed off. Or I'm going to try and change it. I'm not going to get ready for it, and then people are going to show up anyway, and I'm going to be kicking myself. So fuck it, we're just going to do it. That's it. I'm just going to do it. So, anyway, uh, Ironwood said my my hot sauce needs Reaper peppers. My Reaper peppers, my Reaper plant just flowered. So those will be coming up. uh,
15: Reapers are late bloomers. They don't show up until August. I told her that she didn't Mm -hmm. listen the first time. I said, you'll get flowers the first time, but you're not going to get any peppers. It's the second flower. Once you get the second flower, you're fucked Mm -hmm. because then it'll produce more peppers than you can even consume. I literally have
11: like my Tabasco plant. My Tabasco plant is Tabasco pepper plant is six feet. It branches out, but it's over six feet tall. And I tried to count the Tabascos the other day and I lost count at 300 on one plant. And I've already harvested a bunch.
15: I have a, I have 300 fr- fucking peppers on there. I got a good friend of mine who lives up in South Carolina and he's got uh reapers. He has one plant that produces 90 reapers every three months. Mm-hmm. It does not stop because it doesn't freeze down here. It doesn't stop producing fruits. It just keeps producing. So, so year round it's producing peppers.
11: I I have something. I well, it wasn't me that discovered this. It was Jeff Childers. If you guys aren't familiar with uh, Coffee and COVID 2023, that substack um by Jeff Childers. It's uh it's excellent. Anyway, um so you know how we've been talking about how all the climate change has really happened in the like the oceans have been heating up, all the lakes mm-hmm. have been heating up, and we said it had to come from magma. It had to come from below the earth because there's no way that the sun, even as much- sun doesn't
15: have 24 hours of concentrated Correct. time on the earth, so it can't-
11: it, it would not do that. No. All right. It can't. So, has anyone heard of Hunga Tonga? Yes. Hunga Tonga? Yes. Yeah? Most, oh, I asked you earlier and you didn't- You. you, said you most divers
15: know what, divers know what <clears> throat> throat>
11: Hunga is. Well- Ready to learn something? Now I'm reading directly from the Substack. Let's meet the historic record-shattering Hunga Tonga volcanic eruption of 2022, which I bet you never heard of. Back in January of 2022, you were probably distracted by COVID mandates or maybe by Biden calling himself senator again, which he did again today, by the way. The short version (laughs) is an underwater Pacific Ocean volcano named Hunga Tonga, Hunga Hapai, 490 feet under the waves, massively erupted, bigger than any other modern eruption, even bigger than Mount Pinatubo.
15: If it were at sea level, Hunga Tonga would be 388 feet straight up at its peak. So
11: you never heard about it since it was underwater and nobody died. But the erupting lava instantly vaporized fantastic, unimaginable amounts of seawater, which billowed into the atmosphere, changing the water composition of Earth's atmosphere and heating it up for years. In only a few days, the superheated water from the Hunga eruption blanketed the globe pole to pole east to west. The eruption was so big it could clearly be seen from space. Here's an August 2022 headline about the eruption straight from the NASA website. Tonga eruption blasted unprecedented amount of water into the stratosphere. It looks like a hurricane. That was a volcanic eruption. Okay. Yeah. Unprecedented is accurate, but doesn't do it justice. Here's how the rocket slash climate experts at NASA described Hunga Tonga as one of the most dramatic events in modern history. When the Hunga Tonga-Hunga-Hapai volcano erupted on January 15th, it sent a tsunami racing around the world and set off a sonic boom that circled the globe twice. The underwater eruption in the South Pacific Ocean also blasted an enormous plume of water vapor into Earth's stratosphere, enough to fill more than 58,000 Olympic-sized swimming pools. The sheer amount of water vapor could be enough to temporarily affect earth's global average temperature.
15: So one of the things it sent, so listen, what happened. All right. So hold on, hold on. Let me, let me put this in, in terms everybody can understand. Okay. Because what she's saying is glibity glop. What it did is before the, the volcano erupted, there was a burst of steam that came out of the tip of it kind of like a pre-ejaculation of sorts, all right? And as this traveled through the water, it had enough force to not only pierce the top of the ocean, but it went straight up into the atmosphere, carrying with it more water. Mm-hmm. And as it got up there, it had all three levels of water. It had the gaseous form of water. It had the solid form, physical form of water. And it had the solid or the... uh Liquid state of water, all at the same time, at the same level. So when this got swept into the jet stream, because that's how far up it went. When this got sh- swept in the jet stream, it was basically enough to change the world's climate. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. Because it was warm enough, it created a low pressure system where it entered the si- where it entered the climate. You want to know why we now have a
11: second. El Nino going the opposite direction because of hunga-tonga. the volcano not only injected ash into the stratosphere, but also large amounts of water vapor, breaking all records for direct injection of water vapor by a volcano or otherwise in the satellite era. The excess water vapor injected by the Tonga volcano could remain in the stratosphere for several years. This extra water vapor could influence atmospheric chemistry, boosting certain chemical reactions that could temporarily worsen depletion of the ozone layer. It could also influence surface temperatures since water vapor traps heat. Well, We've we, never seen anything like it, said Louise Milan, an atmospheric scientist at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Southern California. So listen to this. Think
15: about it. Think about it. What comes out of the sky? when? So listen, do When you get water out of the sky, do you have to boil it?
11: Not generally, no. Okay.
15: When you get water out of the sea, do you have to boil it? Yeah. Why? Because it's, well, it's salt water. Oh, really? So what did it just do? It just salinated the atmosphere with salt water. It took a bunch of salt water that was down Mm -hmm. in the ocean and stuck it above our heads
11: except it was so superheated that it would have been like an instant distillation process and it would have literally evap i mean all the salt i think would have fallen back into the ocean and just no water vapor no would have no no up there.
15: you said ash I so said no ash. it was carrying with particles of no it wouldn't have because the ash would have burnt first
11: Well, over the next year, it would turn out that NASA badly underestimated the amount of water Hunga Tonga vaporized into the atmosphere. Current estimates are three times higher than the original. Scientists now think it was closer to 150,000 metric tons or 40 trillion gallons of superheated water instantly injected into the atmosphere. Talk about a greenhouse. Water vapor, humidity, is a much more effective greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide. A new study published in April of this year analyzed the one-year after effects. With a year's hindsight, the 2023 researchers also concluded that the Hunga Tonga was one of the most remarkable climate events in modern history, and its effects are expected to last for years. Hmm. Due to the extreme altitude reach of the eruption, volcanic plumes circumnavigated the Earth in only one week and dispersed nearly pole to pole in three months. The observations provide evidence for an unprecedented increase in the global stratospheric water mass by 13% as compared Hmm. to climate climatological levels. As there are no efficient sinks of water vapor in the stratosphere, this perturbation is expected to persist several years. The eruption has also led to a five-fold increase in the stratospheric aerosol load, the highest in the last three decades, yet factor of six smaller than the previous major eruption of Mount Pinatubo in 1991. The unique nature and magnitude of the global stratospheric pert- uh, perturbation by the Hung eruption ranks it among the most remarkable climate events in the modern observation era.
15: So like one of the big things that we did way, way back mm. in the day, like way, way, way back in the day when they used to see like, a, um, especially up North. <clears throat> and I know this is going to set off some real bad alarm alarm bells, but it was, if you want to go to the pre days of harp, what we used to do when we would see like those big winter storms coming on what they used to do is they used to take salt mm-hmm. and they would go up in the atmosphere in a plane and they would open the bay doors and start dumping bags of salt. Why would you dump salt? Well, salt as it's traveling through the atmosphere, as it's falling back to the earth, as long as it's regular salt, it will break down before it hits the earth. But what it does is it heats the clout, prevents them from instead of dropping snow. They drop rain. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, because there's a chemical reaction between the salt crystals in the air and the humid air, and as it happens, as that happens, it heats the clouds, and instead of dropping snow, they drop rain. Well, let me finish this. I bet you never. But, but if you go back to this and you think about hunga tunga,
11: I'm about to get to that part. Okay. A- I bet you never heard anything about Hunga Tonga, did you? Thanks, media. Better late than never, though. And if I'm doing my job right, you're starting to think, hey, maybe the hot summer weather this year might have something to do with the historic volcano eruption last year. If so, you aren't the only one. Here's another study from April of this year. Say hello to the global warming plume most completely ignored by corporate media. These researchers were even more direct in connecting the historic heat wave to Hunga Tonga. Quote, we find that the Hungatunga-Hungahapai eruption produced the largest perturbation of stratospheric water vapor observed in the satellite era. After two weeks, due to uh, dilution, water vapor heating started to dominate the top of the atmospheric radi- uh, radiative forcing, leading to a net warming of the climate system. This is the first time a warming effect on the climate system has been linked to volcanic eruptions, which usually produce a transient cooling The story made the science news, which makes it even more surprising that corporate media somehow found a way to successfully ignore the story. Here's an EOS headline from March of this year. Tonga eruption may temporarily push Earth closer to 1.5 degrees Celsius of warming. Wasn't that the number that was quoted by John Kerry and Joe just recently?
13: Yeah. Okay.
11: See that? Hunga Tonga warming could last five more years. At this
15: rate, the plume will likely outlive Joe Biden which tells me that Joe Biden and John Kerry went out and said those things under the auspices that that information would have been suppressed to us Mm -hmm. normal folk because we wouldn't be able to find it. And now that we can, they can't obviously do that anymore. Hmm. The corporate
11: media isn't ignoring the story because it lack uh, isn't ignoring the story because it lacks for dramatic graphs and charts here's a chart I found showing how atmospheric water vapor increased recently compared to the prior 20 years the atmosphere's water concentration is literally off the charts see the big green blob at the end that's where it's at now yeah see if you can get it there you go see that yeah that's now that big green blob That was before, that's now.
15: Well, that ain't good.
11: Uh Uh-uh. See that? For the first time since tracking began, the amount of water vapor in the atmosphere is pegged out at the maximum across the board. Here's why corporate media is ignoring the most dramatic climate, even in modern history. Because you can't legislate underwater volcanoes. You can try, but they won't listen. So what's the fun in that? Corporate media only exists to further political ends. Since volcanoes aren't subject to politics, why bother? Okay, Jeff, you say nice volcano theory, but does anything back it up? Well, he backs up my volcano theory because I know y'all have been saying, hey, Veland, nice volcano theory. Does anything back it up? Here you go. Well, yes, I'm glad you asked. The ethical skeptic who has done so much great work crunching COVID mortality figures over the last few years, which I quote him a lot, recently turned his attention to the climate. In fact, I quoted him just last week on that. He's been nothing Uh, He's been noting another startling fact that you probably never heard of, for some reason, worldwide ocean surface temperatures have bafflingly jumped rapidly this year, much too fast for any cause to have been atmospheric. First, although Antarctic ice has just very recently started melting quickly, and a lot, it is during a record cold winter in Antarctica right now, which is why you haven't heard about it. The melting is pretty dramatic. Ethical's theory is that the oceans are heating up due to increased activity in the Earth's molten core, like the kind of activity that could cause giant underwater volcanoes to erupt, or one in Chicago. I put that in, not him. Various data support his theory. One study he often cites found dramatically increased water temperatures at abyssal depths, deep, deep underwater, where increased air temperatures have little to no effect. In other words, Ethical is suggesting that the water is heating the air, instead of the other way around. And the Earth's core is heating the water. It's a theory that explains everything. And meanwhile, science is baffled. Right? From just a month ago in mid-June. Scientists are baffled why the oceans are warming so so fast. They're baffled. So we're not baffled, though. It's volcanoes. Hey, remember when we uh, went over revelations and true yeah weren't there a lot of volcanoes there
15: yeah but we kind of narrowed it down to just one it was just a bunch of different perspectives of the same volcano
11: mm, mm-hmm. but kind of like a worldwide eruption of volcanoes
15: yeah something like that and it i seemed think like it. we
11: actually talked about an underwater one as well didn't we
15: we talked about the possibility of there uh-huh. being one. Yeah. and at
11: that point we already had one and didn't even know it what do you know well here's another prophecy come true Here's one for you, little
7: well, We are standing in the Dead Sea right now, but the really cool part about where I'm standing is that as I pan here, you're gonna see I'm standing actually in fresh water that's flowing down out of the Judean Mountains into the Dead Sea. So we're literally standing in prophecy being fulfilled. You can read in the caption uh, the references from Zechariah and Ezekiel that prophesied about this, and we're literally standing in it here right now.
15: Yeah, are you all aware of what that prophecy is? Hmm. When fresh water flows back out from the Sinai back into the Dead Sea, hmm. changing the Dead Sea's culture is—it's another coming or the second coming, another sign of the second coming.
11: Well, I mean, every day we see a sign of the second coming. Belushi right. said, "I thought you were what science."
15: No, she Sci- ain't science. No, she ain't science. no no. I'm God. Science, I'm not God personally, but you know, science. I'm, she plants. That's I'm, all she does. Scientific. God. Yes, so. but yeah, I I've been to that part of the Dead Sea before, and uh, there's always been a, um, there's always been a freshwater battle there, but it's very brackish. You could never stand it. It was like it stunk really bad. Um. But now it looks like they're in it, which means the fresh water is winning, which is what the fuck's going on in the Dead Sea.
13: Mm-hmm.
15: Holy shit. If fresh water is winning. Um,
11: so I'm just going to keep planting like there's not going to be a frost because I don't think there's going to be one this year.
15: Probably not.
11: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And i um, Forkham, Dano, too warm of a water would beach whales and fish. Yes. Yeah, it was. Uh, there was a, wait, like 50 whales that beached um,
15: just north of Cape Cod. uh it was? In, where it was? Yeah, it was Maine. It yeah. was up in Maine. I,
11: there's literally, I mean, there's like a line, like they lined themselves up on the beach and died.
15: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, we've
11: already seen that. Yeah, we've been seeing that all over.
15: Uh, there's, uh, what is it? The tuna. Did you hear the tuna poll this year?
11: And again,
15: the tuna poll is going to be one month. One month is going to be the rally for the tuna, just to give you an idea. Oh wait, hey, really quick. Um, when revelations scratch scratches out. out.
11: When revelations tells us that uh, all the fish will die in the oceans, what do you think is going to cause that?
15: Rising the temperature. That's it. Can't Here get we out are. of it.
11: Hmm.
15: Yeah. Anyway, the sea once known as dead. Yeah. Especially if you get fresh water in there, what happens in there? Keep true. Yeah. Keep it true or keep true. It, what do you think happens? All of a sudden you're going to see life. Ooh, uh, that goes against everything we've ever known. Mm-hmm.
11: Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, this is really sad. Okay. We're going to go back to bullshit politics right now.
15: Uh, bullshit politics. You
11: gotta love bull- bullshit It's politics. bullshit politics. It's all bullshit. do doesn't matter. <clears throat>
15: Just politics.
11: It's whatever. Politrix. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here is the um the the soon to be president okay. of the United States. No, acting. Acting. Soon to be acting president of the United States. Okay. She might be the only one that's actually um sort of in touch or her, her speech writer.
15: I doubt it. Okay.
7: Most Americans are a $400 unexpected expense away from bankruptcy.
11: Let's play that again.
7: What? Most Americans are a $400 unexpected expense away from bankruptcy.
15: Okay, so she might actually be, or her speechwriter might actually be more dialed in than most of Mm -hmm. the cabinet that she has.
11: Now, most Americans are in a $400 unexpected Expense away from bankruptcy, but they are a $400 unexpected
15: expense from- Expense
11: away from foreclosure or having their car pe- repossessed or having their lights shut off. Yeah, or- I mean,
15: it's pretty much bankruptcy, babe.
11: Well, kind of, yeah. Um, bankruptcy is a whole legal process, but um, getting evicted is a lot faster. Anyway. Seriously?
15: Fucking... No, you know what it is? You haven't cleaned out the memory in here. I was doing that earlier today, trying to clean out memory in here. Hmm. You've got a ton of shit in here that's just sitting in the... You got to dump it.
11: You think that's not the same camel toe? Really? Well, that's an interesting theory.
15: I've never even thought about that before.
11: I mean, there is a dude that
15: looks just Mm. like her. There's a lady that talks exactly like her.
11: Yeah, but um, that's not her.
15: She's got a lot of wrinkles around her neck. I mean, mean, she's not young, and she did a lot of neck work anyway (laughs) when she was, you know, in the civilian market.
11: Well, let's let her tell us about the nature of democracy. Please.
7: There, There are two sides the nature of democracy is, is it's, there, there are two sides to it in terms of the nature of it. There's a duality. On the one hand, when democracy is intact, it is incredibly strong in terms of the strength it bestows on the individuals, in terms of their rights and their freedoms. Incredibly strong in terms of what it does for its people. On the other hand it's very fragile a democracy will only be as intact as our willingness to fight for it and so fight we must and fight we will
13: Well
15: first of all you dumb bitch um I now see now you just now you just showed me how big of a fucking retard you really are um so um
3: Ladies and gentlemen Can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen.
15: So first of all, in case you weren't aware, we don't live in a democracy. We live in a constitutional Republic. Correct. That being said, a democracy has absolutely nothing to do with us. Mm -hmm. And every time, Time that you fuck sticks, use it. I'm going to correct you and say, No, you're dumb. Shut the fuck up. Listen up. This is a simple civics class. We live in a constitutional republic. The constitutional republic is this: the governed give the power to the governing, not the other way around. Mm-hmm. So when we stand up. Listen to what they're saying. The governed give the power to the governing. How do we do that through compliance? If we no longer comply, are we giving the governing the governed? No, we're not. We're stopping. That's the point. That is the reason you you do it. It's the reason to rebel. This is it. They are giving preferential treatment to the Biden family. They are giving preferential treatment to Biden's son, something they would have never done for Donald Trump. But don't get me wrong. It's not about Donald Trump here. This is about the United States of America. This is about you and fucking me. This is about them telling us that they can do it. It's okay, but you can't. This is about them getting their children off from crimes, but you can't your kids going to jail. This is about them utilizing and weaponizing the FBI and every other government agency that exists To come after you, the taxpayer. When Thomas Jefferson said. When tyranny becomes law. He was talking about this exact time. Mm -hmm. He must have foresaw it. As if the government was going to come after your hard-earned money. Because you believe politically A different way. When tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty. Because at that point, truly free people, free people, free in the way they think, free in the way they feel, free in the way they they want to spend their money, free in the way they want to live their lives. Truly free people cannot be ruled. They can't. You can't. You are awake to this now. You can't go back and stick your head in the dirt. The thing that, the only thing that binds us, we might not agree on all the details. We might all have different opinions about how the end of the world's gonna happen because guess what? Everybody's got a different God and they all tell you a different story. However, what we do have, the one thing that binds us through all of this so we can't go back and stick our heads back in the sand. Once you've seen this, you can't turn your head from it. It's like a fucking train wreck. You gotta watch it. This has gotta happen. This is kind of like sex with Kobe. It's gotta happen, ok. Kobe's dead. Well,
11: with a Ouija board, anyway. um but and it doesn't matter if you're what the letter is after your name, either. It's not about no. It's It's not not about about political republics. As far as their disparate justice system, okay, or how they treat people. If you are, you can claim to be a Democrat all day long, but if you don't one hundred percent fully participate in their cult they consider you a far right extremist.
15: Look at the Bush girls. Okay. Look at the Bush girls. (coughs) Just look at the Bush girls. When, when Bush first entered office, the two of them got arrested twice. Mm -hmm. Neither one of them went to court. Mm -hmm. So, so don't tell me that Republicans are free of this too, because they're not. So,
11: uh, RFK junior put out a tweet today. He said, since the assassination of my father in 1968, candidates for president are provided Secret Service protection, but not me. Wrong. Well, hold on, because we'll get to that. Typical turnaround time for pro forma protection requests from presidential candidates is 14 days. After 88 days of no response and after several follow ups by our campaign, the Biden administration just denied our request. Secretary Mayorkas said, I have determined that Secret Service protection for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is not warranted at this time. Our campaign's request included a 67-page report from the world's leading protection firm detailing unique and well-established security and safety risks, aside from commonplace death threats. Now, a little context here that he did not include. When they changed the law after his father was killed in 1968, they changed it so that Secret Service protection is guaranteed to candidates within 120 days of the general election. Right now, we are 465 days out from the general election, so... Under the law, he is not obligated, they're not obligated to give him Secret Service protection. That being said, when Barack Obama first ran for president, there were no appreciable death pr- threats against him, but Dick Durbin took it upon himself to make sure that this junior senator got protection as soon as he announced he was running. In that same race, McCain requested protection and didn't get it until the law put it in at 120 days. Okay. So, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is a Democrat. This law was literally written because his father was assassinated. His uncle was assassinated and he has many, many credible death threats against him. And he is running for president and he's gained enough money to be, or he's raised enough money to be on the debate stage if they were to hold one. So is he, are they obligated to give him protection under the law? No, not at this point. Have they set a precedent for doing so for other candidates like him? Absolutely. This is just an example of their disparate level of justice. And it's not about Republican or Democrat. It's about if they like you or not. That's literally what it's about. If they like you or not. They liked Barry because he'd been groomed his entire life. And I've got to find this tweet.
15: Remember, they didn't give Trump secret service until 120 days out from the campaign either. Mm -hmm. They didn't give him, they didn't, until he was the nominee coming out of the primary. He did not get secret service protection. Yep. So just keep that. Remember, Trump said, I don't give a fuck because Trump went and hired the best protection firm that he could get that could go everywhere he wanted to go.
11: And RFK is not poor. He's he's done pretty much the same thing. And I, you're right, Leo. Oh, well, Secret Service never saved a Kennedy anyway. <laughs>
15: oh, shit. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, my God. Thunder, That's a no.
13: That's... Thunder. 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 Kicks. <laughs> Get the fuck oh, out of here. Oh. <laughs> that they may take our lives, but they'll never take Oh, right freedom oh,
15: Holy shit,
9: oh, shit Leo.
15: Holy shit Oh my god yeah. Wow <laughs> Alright Leo Slayer coming in for the fucking slay That was the ultimate slay for tonight Holy fuck You just You just ass raped that man in the middle of wow. the street Wow um, that was bad
11: Anyway Ooh.
15: Sorry baby. Uh, that was funny as fuck though <laughs> Wow <laughs> Secrets are <laughs>
11: Um. Oh, shit. i mean except for the one that killed that girl on that bridge that time but that was oh. after the fact so
15: i'm just saying the other one let him fly into a was it a building oh jesus okay
11: oh all right so um oh, shit
15: they uh even leo's laughing all right oh, so shit. i'm sorry i just i i think that's fucking hysterical that was epic that was a good one oh.
11: you know what let's uh, or we're My gonna...
15: face hurts now
11: oh, that's killing me
15: i can tell
11: dude <laughs> your, your face eyeballs hurts. your my, eyeballs fucked okay right now no you're I... not I'm not. I have I have a fucking sty. I have an infected eyelash in the top of this eye. Mick has literally been popping my eyelid. It's ridiculous for two days now. It's insane. Um, it's not infected. It's just, I, I don't know. It's crazy. Um,
15: oh, it's infected.
11: Well, it's not like yellow or green coming out. It's just... Yeah, it is. Whatever. Yeah, it is. Okay. Well, anyway. And then, of course, I'm still... You know, bruised and swollen on this side of my face where fucking Seamus punched me in the head. So I'm a mess. Anyway,
15: and I have nothing to do with it. My
11: face Uh, is killing me.
15: I can. It's yeah. It's Mm -hmm. it's doing a number on me. I
11: know. I know. Anyway. Oh, since I RFK Jr. was just talking about Mayorkas there. Let's see how Mayorkas. uh, He was not faring
15: so well. No yeah and everything that was going on he was uh he took kind of an ass whoop. yeah he really today. did he really did he did he took it from like nobody's this too is from
11: the other this, this is, really, is like well, epic this is like from, uh i think two days ago two days ago yeah days it was
15: ago. well it's yeah. epic this is like epic knockdowns he's yeah. getting his ass beat left right it was, and center it's excellent
16: that's it fun
3: The turn out recognize the gentleman from louisiana Secretary Mayorkas, we have the frustrating responsibility on this committee of providing oversight of your agency, but I have to be honest and tell you, I'm not sure exactly what you do at the Department of Homeland Security other than great harm. On your watch, the data is pretty clear. We've had record levels of illegal immigration, a rapid decline in deportations, skyrocketing fentanyl deaths across our country, and the Secret Service, which is a DHS component, can't determine who left cocaine at the White House. In the middle of all this, You created the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency, CISA, which is a division of of DHS, and it's one of the Biden administration agencies that colluded with and coerced the social media companies to censor Americans' protected free speech online. That's specifically detailed in a 155-page court opinion that came out of the federal court in Louisiana in the landmark litigation of Missouri v. Biden. Have you read that court opinion? Uh,
6: Congressman, uh, I have not, and... um, uh, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency does not censor speech.
3: Okay, well, that's the court found otherwise. And it's really curious to me, actually, it's quite alarming that you haven't read the opinion. Because your agency is listed in this opinion, the federal court looked at volumes of evidence over months of litigation, and they determined, among other things, that uh, if the allegations made by the plaintiffs, the states in this case are true. And, And hold on, the preliminary injunction was granted against your agency, sir and other Biden administration agencies, including the DOJ and FBI, the court said it involves the most massive attack against free speech in United States history. And you're telling me this opinion issued July 4th has not reached your desk. No one's briefed you on it.
6: Oh, I have been briefed on the Missouri litigation. OK,
3: but you haven't taken the time to read it yet.
6: Congressman. Um, no, Lee- hold on.
3: Lee- have you read it or not? I, I have read parts of it. Congressman. Oh, parts of it. Did you read the parts where it said that this is Orwellian and dystopian and that your agency is involved in a massive cover up of specifically conservatives free speech online? Congressman, the Cybersecurity and
6: Infrastructure Security Agency is not involved in such conduct.
3: Okay. well, the court found otherwise. And you stand here under oath and you give us these answers that we know were not true because this is demonstrably untrue. I'm suggesting to you that you're saying things to us under oath that are proven by the record to be untrue. Let me ask you about this specifically. Um, CISA was created to uh, we call it the misinformation and disinformation subcommittee of CISA. You familiar with that?
6: Uh, congressman. mdm
3: the mdm subcommittee is it you're familiar with that congressman
6: i am very well aware of the threat of disinformation emanating from
3: adverse nations are you sites. familiar with the subcommittee just answer the question i am okay does it still exist congressman are you speaking of the does the mdm subcommittee still exist uh, i would have to get back to you on that okay all right kind of a big deal in your agency i'm sh- uh, kind of shocked that you don't know the answer to that can you define what misinformation is
6: Congressman, uh, misinformation is false information that is disseminated uh, to. Uh,
3: Excellent. Who determines what is false? Uh,
6: Congressman, our
3: focus. No, our who focus, determines what is false in your agency? Congressman, if you're going to pull something off the Internet and collude with a social media platform to make sure Americans don't see it, who determines what's false?
6: Congressman, we don't do that.
3: That's not true. That is not true. That is not what the court has found. This is not a Republican talking point. This is what the documents show. We've had people testify under oath that say, and you just defined the term, you're telling me that you don't know who determines what is false?
6: Congressman, what we do at CISA, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, is identify the tactics that adverse nation states use to weaponize disinformation.
3: Okay, what is disinformation?
6: Thing. What is disinformation? Disinformation is inaccurate information.
3: Who determines what's inaccurate? Who determines what's false? Do you understand the problem here? The reason the framers of our Constitution did not create an exception for quote-unquote false information from the First Amendment is because they didn't trust the government to determine what it is. And you have whole committees of people in your agency trying to determine what they, de- they determine, they define as false or misinformation. That is not true. Then what is true? What we Please do enlighten us.
6: is what we do is we disclose the tactics that adverse nation states are utilizing to weaponize. No, sir. Information. No,
3: sir. The court found specifically it's a finding of fact that is not disputed by the government defendants, the Biden administration, your agency, the FBI or DHS, not in the litigation. They determined you made you and all of your cohorts made no distinction between domestic speech and foreign speech so don't stand there and tell me under oath that you only focused on adverse you know uh, adversaries around the world foreign actors that's not true congressman the um the missouri
6: case the litigation to which you refer is the the subject of continuing
3: litigation but the facts were not disputed and i so so regret that i'm out of time i hope i get some more yielded i go yield back the chair now recognize the gentleman from louisiana
15: i you know um there's a list ongoing in my head that's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger as time has gone on. And one of those lists are the agencies. If if me and Justin had actually carried out what we said we were going to carry out and run for president, this would be another agency on that list that needs to go away. Mm-hmm. Ever since the DHS was created, understand every DHS secretary has been a piece of shit. Yep. There has not been one worth an ounce of what the position paid him. Um, one of the first things I would do if I were running for president, uh, abs- after obviously legalizing weed and everything else. Um, but it would be to get rid of both the FBI and DHS and just make them both just go away. And if we have to come up with a new agency with new agents in head of it, fine, we'll do that, but we're going to definitely scope and limit their authorities and their abilities. Period. And they will be all about going after foreigners. They will not be about fucking with Americans. Period. Hmm.
11: Yep. All right. Let's watch some more of America's getting his ass handed to him. Uh,
15: Not that he gave a shit. He's he's a a shit bag. He's a fucking slimy shit shit bag. I mean, you can see the like slime just falling off of his fucking cheeks.
18: Yep. Yep.
15: Man, I want to fucking, ooh, 10 minutes alone, Lord.
18: Chairman, um, I'll be brief and yield my time since I'm kind of wasting my time here. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Secretary Mayorkas, do you take full responsibility for all decisions of action and in, or inaction made at your agency? Do you personally take full responsibility?
6: for uh, so all
18: of the decisions made at your agency.
6: I am the secretary of the department.
18: So it means I, yes.
6: I bear ultimate responsibility so, for the decisions so yes.
18: made. Yes, okay. So you mentioned earlier that in your definition you have operational control of the border. Can you define what you mean by that?
6: Uh, what we mean, um, because the, the, under the Secure Fence Act, it uh-huh. means that not a single yeah. individual would cross the border and under that definition. No administration has had <laughs> operational control. So, the what way, number do you have? Five
18: million, ten? If less than five or ten, or if less than a couple hundred thousand, get away, or more? I mean, what is your definition?
6: What we do, Congresswoman, is we. Do you look, have a number. What we do is we look at the resources that we have available to us and ask ourselves: Are we deploying those resources to achieve the most effective results? for the American people. Mm-hmm. That is what we do, and we are hopeful, working with you and other members of this committee, to increase the funding for the Department of Homeland Security. So, so We hear
18: funding, we so finding funding, funding, but I've been at the border and you've been at the border too. How would you grade your job from on a scale of zero to ten? How would you grade yourself?
6: Congresswoman, I am immensely proud to- So, what, how
18: would you grade yourself?
6: Congress- this woman, I am immensely proud to work with the men and women of the Department of Homeland Security. No,
18: yourself, your, your job, not all of the women. I a lot of, I'm sure there are a lot of great men and women in your department. How would you rate your job as a head of your agency?
6: It is the honor of my from life. From zero
18: to ten, so you cannot grade it. How, how would you grade your preparedness to this committee meeting on scale from zero to ten? We ask information. You all this promises, ladder. I'm not wasting my time. I'm sorry. I don't want to use bad word. What you can do with all this ladders? Because we keep giving money and sending letter and you tell us BS back. So, how would you rate yourself, your preparedness to this committee?
6: It is the honor What's of my saying? lifetime to work with. So from
18: minute, scale zero before. to ten, how would you say how you prepared you came to this hearing?
6: Uh, I will repeat uh, what I said. So
18: you're not answering any questions. You are not answering any Republican question. Is it something that you intend to not respond to any questions of Republicans? You came with that intent.
6: That is incorrect, Congress Well,
18: you're not answering any questions. It is. I mean, I, every time I hear you say "we will," "we will," "we shall," yeah, I don't know. You don't. You don't know any numbers. You don't even know how many people you actually, you know, you, you prosecuted. How many people you deported? You're nothing. How can you say you know how you, your department is run? As executive, you don't know these numbers.
6: Congresswoman, let me share with you.
18: Well, you haven't shared anything useful here. Let me share I'm sorry to tell you, I'll yield to Chairman Jordan because I'm not going to be wasting your time with this charade and circus. You do not have an intent to do that. And it is a serious national security issue. This border and cartels are stronger. A lot of money NGOs are making who knows what and probably a lot of corruption over there. And we have a national security crisis. And you sit in here and saying, you know, looking at us with very smiley face, it's unacceptable. But I yield to Chairman Jordan. Mr.
15: Chairman. Oh hey, don't piss She's off not even Eastern an American.
11: Woman, I'll tell you She's what. not even
15: an American. No. She was like slapping his penis. She's Come here. Pissed. Come here. Don't you go away. No, no, no. Come here. Let me punch you in the dick again, you little faggot.
11: And then Matt Gates had to have his piece of the pie, too. <laughs> Shit,
15: this is going to be awesome because Matt's just done with him. Jared now
9: recognizes a gentleman from Florida for five minutes. And he's like, fuck! Two million encounters and releases under your watch. So not including the Title 42 expulsions, not including violent criminals. Of those two million plus that you've encountered and released, how many have you told to go home? Um,
6: uh, Congressman, uh, individuals who are released are placed in immigration enforcement proceedings under the law, where they can make their claim for relief. If their claim for relief is not satisfied, they are subject to removal from the United States.
9: Right. Subject to removal sounds very different than actually removed. So I'm not interested in the process. I'm not interested in what people are subject to. Two million people encountered and released, not the expulsions under Title 42, not the criminals. How many of those people have you deported? So, uh, Congressman, a few points. Number one Just how many of the people? I just want to know how many. Just a number.
6: Congressman, uh, we are dealing with a completely broken immigration system. I get system.
9: it. I, no, 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 Mr. Secretary, I'm not gonna let you burn my five minutes. Do you know the answer? Do you know the number of people out of that two million that you've removed that aren't criminals? I do know that we have removed more aggravated felons. Right, I'm not asking about angry. them. You, you, I, I've caveated that away, because here's what I'm, I'm sort of getting and what your non-responsiveness is demonstrating. The Majorcus doctrine is this. If you show up at the border and get released into the country, if you don't commit a specific aggravated felony, which by the way, doesn't include a lot of assault and battery, doesn't include a lot of bad domestic violence, but if you're not one of the people who commit those crimes, you get to stay forever. Is, is that a fair characterization of your doctrine? No, that is false. Then tell me how many you're sending home.
6: No, that is false.
9: Okay, said, well, they, but said, you don't know the number of how many you've sent home. Here's another number. Two point, I'm sorry, 1.2 million people today have been through your entire process right? They've been through what you call a removal proceeding is just an amnesty dance. Because after the 1.2 million people get an order from the judge saying that they don't have a basis to be here, you still don't remove them. Like, what's your plan to remove those people? Congressman, that is false. Okay, how many of them then? Just give me the number.
6: Congressman, in this country, in this country, there are between 11 and 12 million
9: Right, but I'm asking about a subset that you won't send home. And the reason you're smirking about it and the reason you won't answer my question is because everybody gets the joke. And the sad thing is it's not just us here, it's the cartels who get the joke too. And so now what you've done to execute this Mayorkas doctrine where so long as you don't commit a crime, you get to stay here and burden our hospitals, burden our schools, burden our social services, burden our jails. You've sent the message to the cartels and then you've taken this app and you've digitized illegal immigration and you've scaled it to the moon like this app that you've got everybody downloading is like the Disney fast pass into the country, never to be subject to actual removal, just removal proceedings, as you call them. That app doesn't do any search of their criminal history in their home country, does it? Congressman, I, I disagree with everything you have said. Well, I'm sure. But just to answer the question, does the app that you are out there promoting do any search of people's criminal history in their home country?
6: Congressman. Customs and
9: Border Protection screens and vets individuals whom they encounter. Your app, it either has the functionality to test their criminal history in their home country or it doesn't. By the way, if it did, you'd have already told me it doesn't. And then the other epic failure of this that's empowered the cartels is that in these processing centers you've set up in other countries to just wave them all in at a rapid pace. You've had to shut them down in Nuevo Laredo because the cartels were standing outside extorting people. Isn't that right? Congressman, that is false. Oh, really? So why did you shut down that facility in Nuevo Lauderdale? And the, the point of safe,
6: orderly, and lawful pathways is to reduce the number of encounters at our southwest
9: border. But, but wait has... a second. You've been, you, you, what You've just shifted those encounters. Because right now, for the first time in modern history, more people are showing up at the ports of entry than running through some bush in Yuma, Arizona. And the reason they're showing up at the ports of entry is because you've got the turnstile open where so long as they've gone and downloaded this app, you just let them in. I got one final question for you, and it's an important one. Is Mexico an ally in this fight against illegal immigration? Uh, yes, it is. So, I mean, it's hilarious and somewhat troubling that you say that because like, I'm looking at the El Chapo trial where President Nieto took a $100 million bribe from the Sinaloa cartel. Do you think that the subsequent presidents following Nieto weren't offered a bribe by the cartel or didn't take the bribe?
6: Congressman I I disagree with everything you have said Uh, right right, but but
9: you can disagree all you want but what you won't provide is any number and when, when you sit there and just kind of ostensibly disagree without any facts it shows people what the real gig is the Mexican government is captive to the cartels they are doing the bidding of the cartels and based on your response today so are you
11: oh shit
15: well, I, I think that only deserves one thing.
11: Thunder, thunder, thunder,
15: thunder, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say the same thing. Mr. Hall works for me. It does work for me. Hey, you know what? All right. So again, all we've done tonight is provide you evidence of why the game, the gig's up. It's over. Game's over. Where Where are we? You know, what America, else? we've got to come together on this. We've got to figure this shit out.
11: Um, anybody notice recently go into the grocery store and everything's locked up? You go into CVS or Walgreens in the cities. It's not happening here where we are yet, but, um, well, are some things actually I noticed actually when I went to. All the baby powder now is locked up. Well, that's been locked up forever. Um, but, uh, you know, you're starting to see more and more things locked up.
15: Toilet paper, I noticed the last time.
11: You want to know why that is? You know what else the cartels are doing? We've been hearing about all of this retail theft, right? Now, mind you, I worked retail for years before I went into hotels, I'm, literally from the time I was 16. My 16th birthday, my mom dropped me off at the mall and said, find a job. Call me when you get one. I'll come pick you up. I said, what if I don't find a job? She's Before the mall closes, she said, well, then you best find a bench to sleep on. And and then she added a caveat. She said, try and find a job at some place that I like to get a discount at. Okay, mom. Thanks. I did. I found a job pretty quick at Levi's, which she didn't shop at regularly. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I did. So, uh, but I kind of made it, you know, I've always stayed where I was for a long period of time. I was at Levi's for four years from the time I was 16 until I was 20. Even when I went to college, I would come home on the weekends and or worked during the summer, whatever it was, and uh, did a lot of loss prevention. Um, one guy, I remember, he came into the store and he literally shoved a pair of jeans down the front of his pants. And I walked over to him and I was like, do me a favor, take those out of your pants and put it up there on the counter because I'm going to have to wash them before I you know, try and sell them. Since you just rubbed your fucking cock hair on them. And then he threatened to, follow me after i got off of work and cut my head off with an axe in the parking lot um those were individual thieves right when i lived out in colorado i worked for a little store and it sat like in the corner of the malls on the top floor and it was one of those stores where the whole thing was open right it had like two kind of corner end things but then basically three open doors right so people would just literally walk in, grab a whole rack full of clothes and just keep walking right out, right? Because you just walk around one of the columns, grab those clothes off. That store had an 85% loss rate when I took over as manager there. 85%. 85% is not just people walking through and grabbing clothes off of the wall and keep them walking. 85% is employee theft, right? And I ended up firing all of them because I very quickly figured it out and sat outside the store on one night that I wasn't closing and watched all of my employees walk out with big bags of clothes that they obviously hadn't paid for. Still individual theft. The theft that we're seeing now in grocery stores, in your big box stores, those are organized retail theft rings. You know who they're organized by? The cartels. The cartels are organizing retail theft rings in San Francisco and San, all in California and Texas, anywhere there's a border and even farther north than that, the cartels are organizing these retail theft rings. It's not some fucking dude who's going to threaten my, you know, threaten my life in the parking lot because I told him to take a pair of jeans out of the front of his pants. It's not some dumb fucking 18 year old who, you know, wants to buy, you know, steal some slutty clothes so that she can go to a rave later that night. No, this is organized retail theft run by the cartels. The cartels run our country, in case you didn't know that, or a lot of it.
15: Well, not only that, but like one of the biggest items that they steal right now in grocery stores, and they're hitting like all sorts of grocery stores, is stealing the Tide Pods. Why? Because they can turn around and make uh 10, 15 bucks on Tide Pods that they never purchased in the first place on Facebook Marketplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you're, you're seeing that shit online on Facebook Marketplace to buy Tide Pods, the number one thing right now stolen out of supermarkets and grocery stores is Tide Pods. Laundry detergent.
11: I was honestly thinking about making some laundry detergent to sell tomorrow at the yard sale because fuck.
15: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's that expensive though. I know you go in there. It's like 30 bucks for a fucking bucket of 15 of those fucking things. 30 bucks for 15 of them. That's doesn't even, but really do we blame it on the thieves? Yes. Some of it. Yes. However, I put the rest of the blame lock stock in two smoking barrels directly at Joe Biden's head, because I'm sorry, you can't. Fucking say that this is all because of thievery. He's just looking for an excuse, a scapegoat to get off. That's all he wants. When
11: Corrine Jean-Pierre comes out and says that Biden supports no cash bail across the country, where you steal something, you you walk into the jailhouse and you're like, yeah, I did it. And they're like, okay, off you go. That's literally no cash bail. They don't even bother to fucking...
15: I'm just saying it's, it's, it's more about the policies that are being made out of Washington and anything else. And here we are, we're talking about it yet again, Mm -hmm. another night of talking about this. And we, yeah, we love to put the show on. I love to talk. I'd rather be doing something else. Yep. I'd rather be using my time somewhere else, just throwing it out there. I know there's people listening, And yeah, I got essential oils for it too, but you know, I'm just saying I'd rather be spending my time elsewhere and uh, I've never felt a more right time. Game's over. Mm -hmm. Game's up.
13: Yep. Just saying. Yep.
15: Next. Okay. Do we have time? Yeah. It's Friday. Oh yeah. It is Friday. Boom. Yep. Yep. Boom.
11: Next. Not that I can see a fucking thing with my eye all fucked up, but that's okay. All right.
15: Well, you know.
11: So here's another fucking moron in Congress for you. you.
15: Stop letting the chicken shit in your eyes.
11: Dude, it's swear to
15: God, that's what it is. That is not what it is. You're, you're like doing something weird with them. That's not what it is. There's something funky going on. Definitely not.
11: I don't have bank eye. I have an infected eyelid. So random. It's, anyway. Yeah.
15: Very, very random. Just never happens.
11: Obviously. What? Really? Really? Is Trying it because I called them a fucking moron in Congress? Because yeah. they're all fucking morons in Congress.
15: Let's say Congress is pretty fucking
11: stupid. All of them. For real. Just ridiculous. <laughs>
15: yep Uh, anyway thanks leo said i
11: was in a jail that served mcdonald's once who doesn't love an egg mcmuffin and a hot
15: hash no that's no you were yes you were in a jail you were not in a prison yeah you were in a jail that's a lot different the jail goes to the most local restaurant that's awake at the time in the morning which Mm -hmm. they're gonna serve it to you because Mm -hmm. one i was in the jail one in the morning and i got served fucking pancakes fucking eggs Uh, eggs benedict over fucking potatoes with a fucking side of fucking um was that the night that you broke that
11: cop's breast
15: no okay with a side of fucking uh cantaloupe and i was like are you fucking kidding me right now better
11: than i get at home i
15: don't even get this shit at home (laughs) i need to get arrested more often
1: transgender people have been around for a long time and they have rights and they need to be respected I read Miss Gamlet's testimony. I wasn't here to hear it, and I think Penn didn't deal with your situation like they could have and should have in putting up some type of different barriers in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the women's area of, of the locker room, but that's neither, another issue.
11: Those are called walls. Walls? Walls. They could have dealt with it, with your issue with, um, you know, a, a transgender boy, a male undressing in front of this girl. And he's like, oh, well, the university could have dealt with it better. They could have put up barriers there. They're called walls. You moron. How about giving them their own fucking locker room? Oh, make them use the men's locker room.
15: How about they use the sex in which they were identified as at birth. Mm -hmm. And they use that locker room. Let's just start there. Let's just go with the basics. Just say for a friend,
1: Uh, things should be dealt with in a different way. This is an easy way for people to try to get points. Pick on a minority group that is the most minority and least understood in our country. Transgender people have been around for a long.
15: Around for a long time.
1: I know. Yeah.
11: Oh, it's a way to pick on the most minority group in our country. Are you fucking kidding me right now?
15: And and that's what we got to look forward to 24. I'm telling you, is going to be all about the training movement. I'm telling you right now, watch it. I'm, I, I'm, Calling it right now, Michelle Obama Is going to come out, She's it's got a dick We're going to find out Big Mike is really, Big Mike And it's got a fucking schlong You know, the size of a fucking Elephant dick And it's going to Come out, and it's going to say I'm running For president of the United States I'm Telling you right now it's going to happen, why? Because they're trying to push this Trans agenda on us, they are Trying to force it on us they have to force it on us because they have to find a way to regulate. Why does, why do the kids not look anything like Michelle? Cause they're not hers. Why? Um, they don't look like a bummer either. Why are Man they, does. why are there no pictures of Michelle pregnant? Cause she was never pregnant. Cause
11: men can't get pregnant.
15: What is this thing that keeps popping up on her dress? That would be a dick. Cock, you, you have to penis. answer all of these questions tackle. somehow you do it before you run for president those are things that have to be dealt with and if you don't think they have to be dealt with you're higher than a kite they even know that they have to be dealt mm-hmm. with that's why they're trying to figure out a way to force it on us and how do you force it on us well you make us Eat the fact that everybody is trans or everybody wants to be trans.
11: Mm, Or make everyone go watch the Barbie movie.
15: And this is what we hear every day.
11: Make everyone go watch the Barbie movie here. We started with Tom McDonald. We're going to finish with Tom McDonald. Let's go with it.
10: Barbie movie dropped and everybody's talking about it. AOC tweeted that she loves how upset Republicans are now that Barbie is too woke and claims that conservatives essentially want Barbie to go back to being some sort of oppressed housewife. I don't mean to take sides here, but I'll go with the Republicans who want to take away Barbie's fictional right to vote over the Democrats who want to give Barbie a wiener. i have been seeing this a lot lately. People on the right that get upset when cartoons and movies go woke and the left will be like, It's a fictional character! Everybody knows it's a fictional character. The problem is is that these fictional characters are being consumed by real children. This wokeism that's plaguing America that you're putting in content geared towards children, these are ideas and concepts that are difficult for an adult to keep up with and understand. Why are you presenting them to children who are struggling to learn the months of the year? This is the bottom line. Folks with children are concerned that you're gonna turn Barbie into Bobby and confuse the fuck out of their kids just to prove how woke you are. Barbie is for little girls. They have a tough enough road ahead of them now that men can compete in women's sports and be woman of the year. So no, AOC. Conservatives are not mad at Barbie. They're annoyed that you've wokeified another historic piece of American pop culture in an attempt to woke-wash children. And that's bullsh**. And you know what? To add to that,
15: I've got something to add to that because I've got my own little rant I'd like to go on to. Mm. Because, you know, unfortunately today, I was flipping around the TV. And...
11: things he does on his days off.
15: I flipped over to the women's soccer team playing in the World Cup down in Australia. Okay? My first question I asked... There's gonna be a dude on the field. There's gotta be, right? Because Megan Rapinoe, you know, you know the big hoe. Megan,
11: Megan, the big hoe, the big hoe, yeah, the big hoe.
15: Of... Yep. Ho. You know, she was so fixated on trans rights and the fact that trans women, women, should be allowed to play in soccer. I was very weirded out because I didn't see any women on the field that looked like guys. Except, I mean, Megan Rapahoe, there are a couple blue. No, she wasn't on the field. Mm. Um, there was a couple blue haired wings out there. Don't get me wrong, there were probably a couple blue haired Karens out there that were taking these during the national anthem. I really haven't given it all that much thought because all the games are being played at 3 a.m. So Everybody it was doesn't up in
11: arms because the team wasn't singing the national anthem. You know what? They were standing and then
15: their hands over their hearts. No, no, no. The first night, no, they weren't. Everybody was taking a knee except for four. Mm, Four actually stood and covered their hearts. Gotcha. The next day, everybody was standing, Mm -hmm. covering their hearts because the coach went ape shit on all of them. I'm sure that's what happened. But anyway, I'm just, I, I guess this World Cup doesn't mean shit because. That hoe really fucked it up for our U.S. Women's National Team.
11: Wait, that's the World Cup? I didn't even know that was a World Cup going on. That's how little I care.
15: And um, I just, I I, I guess I don't give a fuck. I I really don't. Because if you don't want to be an American, don't be here. Go away. Hmm? Don't go away, mad. Just go away. Hmm. You don't want to be here. Get the fuck out. Take a congressman
11: with you. Whichever one it is, it doesn't matter.
15: Please. Take take, yeah. take two
11: Republican Democrat Doesn't matter yes
15: we'll, all of, all, both, we'll let you take two or senator, three
11: Senators both senators and And the congressman from your district
15: It's less with. it's less work we got to do In the future okay. so I'm just looking at it As a proactive step for the rest of us See? Just take them with you That's exactly what the Democrats
11: said about the vaccine
15: You know what babe Thunder 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 Get the fuck
13: out of
15: here. Oh. <laughs> That's from me to you and your fucked up eye. <laughs> Just saying. That's I give you props on that one. That was a good one. That one, that one would have smacked my dick. I would have been like, damn. Damn bitch. Oh, <laughs> I dare you. They would have turned and looked at you and said that. And then somebody else would have said this. Boy. That escalated quickly. It's true though. I mean, that really oh, got, out got out, out of out hand.
11: Of <laughs> all right. So hold on. Leo, Leo said, I think it's all true. And he's a dude, but the pregnant pick argument is bad. I think there's one of my wife from two pregnancies. Chicks aren't real big of having picks taken when they feel like whales. Now
15: that's not true.
11: That uh, I mean,
15: on your first pregnancy, let me tell you something. You're big about it.
11: Yeah, my she was, I have, I now, I have a, a quite a number of pictures of when I was pregnant, but generally it's because hon, you
15: have a picture of your best friend slathering exactly fucking plaster yes, on your tits and on your belly. We were making a cap. stop.
11: Right. We were making a cast and It was
15: really sexual and I was really (laughs) turned on. I was like Are we gonna get something out of this later?
11: Okay. There's a picture of me when I was pregnant with Liam because I I lost weight when I was pregnant with him because I had gestational diabetes. And literally, like I mean, my belly was like you you could put a twelve pack of beer on it easily. Easily. Okay. But from behind you couldn't tell I was pregnant. I was about the same size that I am now, but I literally like I My my belly stuck out she had like six
15: feet of overhang in the front. It
11: was ridiculous. So there's pictures of me like, you know, like from the back and then from the like from the side, and you're like, holy shit, that's the same picture. What the like that's the same place. What the fuck? Um, and then there's a picture that you took of me because I was so big I couldn't get off the fucking couch. And you thought it was really funny. And instead of helping me off the couch so I could pee, you decided to take a picture of me with my own phone. Okay. (laughs) um and then there's then there's a picture when notice was, how i'm
15: always the asshole at the but, end of these you know that notice there, that is, is that
11: weird a professional picture that we had done when we were on vacation when i was like six months pregnant with liam and connor's wrapped around yes. my belly and he like just comes up to the top of the belly like that's a really cute one so yeah i mean they might not all be professional pictures but i guarantee you that every woman who is ever pregnant has a picture of her at some point during her pregnancy. Yes. I guarantee it. At least since, you know,
15: the invention of camera, regular pictures were a correct. Thing. Yeah. And I, I, I can tell you this much too. It's why is that? See, the crazy part is I, there's pictures of my mom pregnant with all of us. Uh-huh. Like my mom had four kids.
13: Mm-hmm.
15: There's pictures of her pregnant every time with the kids. Yeah. And it's not odd. Every look, your parents probably have the pictures. You've just never seen them. Mm -hmm. I'm dead serious. My mom and dad had the pictures in a box. I found them one day when we were cleaning like the basement. And I was like, dad, what's this? My dad's like, Oh, those are pictures of your mom when she was pregnant with you. Oh, those are pictures of your mom when she was pregnant with your brother. Oh, those are pictures of your mom when she was pregnant with your other brother. I was like, holy shit, how many of these albums do you have?
11: And and then to the last point of your statement, chicks aren't really big of having their pictures taken when they feel like whales. Absolutely true. But you really don't feel like a whale until the very end of your pregnancy for the most part, unless you were fat to start with, unless you already felt like a whale. Most women don't generally feel like whales until like till, till
15: they feel like you can roll them down the hallway. Normally when they say that they're the biggest they're going to get, the baby's coming the next day. Like, like literally she told me the day before I every used, time. I used, so far,
11: I used to judge it by like when my belly got bigger than my tits, I knew we were getting really close. Okay. Not that my tits were that big to start with, but, um, they got bigger as I was pregnant. And then I was like, Oh shit. Okay. Now my belly's bigger. It were it's, it's coming soon. But you don't feel that way really until the end. When you first get that baby bump, that three, four month baby <laughs> bump, when you first start to show, you take like a million fucking pictures. You're so excited. You take a picture every day to see if it looks any bigger, to see if it changed. Yeah. Women have pictures like that. Just not Big Mike. Big
15: Mike? Because he, he he ain't a she. <laughs> Big Mike got a cock. Mm-hmm. Ain't got no pussy. Yeah. That's He's got one of those baby arms underneath there. That's what they call it, the baby arm. You know, the big fucking baby arm.
11: You know what I think we should do tonight?
15: What, what should we do? Tonight?
11: Since we are getting out of here a little early for Friday, since I do have to get ready for, uh, you know, the yard sale tomorrow, I was going to go and drag shit down to the side yard, but now I hear it thundering like crazy. Are and you fucking dark, crazy? So apparently not. Dude, I, I'm not even... Well, that's why I, I said something. You hit me up all the time and I'm not fucking prepared. So give me a break.
13: Oh, that's probably
11: still hitting too.
15: No, it's not. Okay. It's not even close. babe. We smoke like Jamaicans. I know we do smoke like Jamaicans. That's true. We too. really do. We smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. Like I didn't realize how much weed we smoked until probably uh, this past week. Yeah. Because we went through a lot we very did. fast. Did. and i
11: didn't even i rolled maybe three joints that was the problem though those joints just blow through weeds so fast they don't though pretty.
15: they really don't it's okay we're...
11: once my plants start going we're gonna be
15: well i'm still waiting on that i know because you've been telling me all the time oh just wait till my plants
11: well we I'll did we smoked a bunch off my plants and now we're waiting well on we them smoke i know make you got a
15: plant like a jamaican
11: well we been we were on off the rails last night ben is there an off-the-rails tonight? No, I will not be on off-the-rails off tonight. No, are not off-the-rails. Because off right. I, I got shit to do. I got like five dozen cookies to bake and probably a couple more loaves of bread to start. And, and uh, that's not
15: adult cookies either. That's just no, regular
11: No, just regular cookies to sell and uh, pesto to make. I already made dinner, so that'll be about done when we're done.
15: I hope. It was mm-hmm. smelling really good earlier.
11: I bet. No, quick. You cannot keep weed in the fucking jar. What is wrong with you? You need to be more careful with that shit. Seriously. This is why we go through weed, because you drop it all well, over the place.
15: Well, need it. Well, give me a, a finer cup, and I'll be fine. Ugh. You need to put it in a smaller jar.
11: So you don't grab out two handfuls exactly. at once? Exactly.
15: <sighs> Jesus. Don't get all smart with me. Yeah, yeah. Try and pull that shit.
11: Yeah. Anyway. I also have yard sale signs to make, too. I was going to make them this morning, and then it was raining. Then I was going to make them this afternoon, and it was raining, and I was going to make Why them after do you have the to show. Make, where do you have to make them? Well, I just have to write them out, and I have a okay, board to put so them so then on. do it in the living room. I'm going to, but I just haven't done it yet. So it's one of those things. Well, and, you
15: were going to do it this morning, and it was raining, but what did the rain have anything to do well, with the living room? I was going to do it this
11: morning so that I could put them out on the way to the high school. Cause I had to bring the kid over to the school this morning, no. but then it was raining. So I was like, well, fuck it. We slept in anyway. And we were rushing to get to the school. Obviously I didn't make the yard sale signs. It was raining anyway. So I didn't feel bad about it. And then I was going to make them this afternoon, but I went to the store instead. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. and then when I got home, I started getting ready for the show and I baked bread and got the chickens in and. Did all the other store shit. was. I did not expect Walmart to be f- a fucking madhouse on Friday. And I was like, why are all these people here? Like, I couldn't even find a parking space on a Friday afternoon at like one o'clock. What the fuck is going on?
15: What are you doing at
11: Walmart? Um, I had to get a uh, coffee for you. Oh. And I got and, like apple cider vinegar, you know, basic shit. Basic right. Shit, yeah. And I got some lunch boxes for the kids. And then I realized, oh yeah, all of the uh Richmond Hill schools had their open house last night and all the parents got their supply lists last night.
15: Um
11: that place was fucking was packed.
15: Madhouse. Packed. Packed. Did you not get school supplies for the kids?
11: Fuck no, I didn't get school supplies for the kids. Why would I get school supplies for the kids? My mom asked me, do the kids need anything for school? And I was like, Yeah, I'll send you the supply lists. <laughs> 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 I got the lunch boxes Okay
15: Damn it I got now, them lunch boxes Now
11: they've gotten to the point where he is Okay Where They say to me
15: They go hey. Oh man So my oldest son this morning They go to To get the 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 MacBook Their Or Chromebook, whatever fucking... His Chromebook So anyway
11: And I had to go over On the, the way
15: Facebook home Get some juice He goes to They go to Dairy Queen My son gets his breakfast Right Whatever Brings it home and, uh, I'm sitting there and I was cooking bacon, getting ready, you know, getting breakfast ready. And, and was- it wasn't
11: him that butt dialed Liana, It was me that butt dialed Liana. And I butt dialed him too, because I literally had tight shorts on and my phone in my back pocket. I literally butt dialed them and I was playing with the chickens.
15: So I'm sitting there and, um, he, he comes in and he goes, uh, I was like, Hey, you want, you want some eggs? I'm going to make eggs. He goes, no, no, no. I, I got breakfast. Okay. Yep. So he sits down and I was like, What'd you get? He goes, "Ah, some shit from Dairy Queen. He got a burger. Okay. He started to eat it. He got what, like three bites in. He's like, This is nasty. This is fucking nasty. <laughs> this is the grossest shit I've ever eaten. Yeah. I was like, I told you. It's like you yeah. want them eggs now? No, 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 no. I'm good. So about an hour ago, right before the show started. Two or three hours ago. He goes, Uh, hey dad. Um, can can I take the truck and drive out to the
11: Grocery store and get
15: some chips. No, you don't have a license. You got a license? He goes, No. I was like, well, then no, you can't. Can't drive by yourself. And he goes, I was like, you can walk if you want, ride a bike. Um, he's like, Well, he's like, um, it's like four miles, it's four miles. I was like, Yeah, so I used to walk that far, it's not that bad. Hmm. Walk out there and check it out. Yeah, no,
11: plus it was raining. Pussy. Um but uh, now they're like, because last year, for the most part, I let Liam buy his lunch. Now they're like, mom, we need lunch boxes. I'm like, why? Like, well, aren't you going to make our lunch for us? You're not going to, I mean, I don't want to have to buy lunch for you, but no, we don't want to eat the food there. Okay. We don't know what it is. It's not real food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was like can you make me one of your grilled cheese sandwiches every day the child doesn't even like sandwiches but i make this like three or four cheese grilled cheese sandwich with pesto and homemade bread and it's fucking kick ass and yeah so he loves it now i have to make a grilled cheese sandwich for him every morning okay it is what it is have we talked about bergdahl what about bergdahl
15: what about bo that piece of shit
11: no no he needs to die okay
15: i uh i don't give a fuck I really don't care. Mm-hmm. I could care less what happens to him.
11: All right, you, you got to play the song, babe. Fuck oh, it. Shit. I'll just play. It. Right.
15: We're sorry. We're, we're sorry. you had a dial. i you been dial. Been a thing.
13: Thing.
15: The new number, the new number <laughs>
13: Jesus,
15: I wasn't even the thinking number. about that
13: new I was thinking Thunder. we were all responding. Thunder. No, Thunder. Okay. <laughs> I know. <Thundercast. laughs> shit. They My released bad. him.
15: They released Bo Bergdahl. I know. Fuck him. He'll be dead. Don't worry about it. Okay. Trust me. There's a lot of dudes that were sent out looking for him. There's a lot of people that want a piece of his ass. And not in the gay way. Trust me. They'll take care of that. That's not a it that's a that is a self-licking ice cream cone. It will it will figure itself out. It's the worst thing they could have ever done to the guy—is release him. They should have kept him in jail for the rest of his life.
11: Yeah, he'd have been safer.
15: Yep, because the other guys—we're not going to leave any evidence, and uh, he's going to be dead or now. Yeah. Uh, so yes, Wolfpack, Wolverine. I'm not saying I know anything direct about it. I'm just saying that—that's what I would do if it were me. Thank God for my time that I was in service. Uh, I was never forced to go look for that fucking piece of shit.
11: Because if you found him, you'd have just killed him there.
15: No, I can't guarantee I would have gone and looked for him.
13: Yeah, well.
15: Dude, that kid went AWOL. He walked off the base. Fuck him. He deserves everything that he got and then some. Just the like fact a, we traded away for him is a travesty in and of itself. Same
11: guy just did the same fucking thing in North Korea.
15: Yeah, we just read about that the other night. On his get own recognizance, he fucking walked, walked across the
11: border, walked across the demilitarization zone into North Korea.
15: How bad is shit getting in the U.S. military that somebody feels they got to walk across the border to North Korea? And what did North you Korea know? do with him? Who knows? No, I think they're holding him. Oh no! He, yeah, well, that's definitely happening. But he's getting tortured. Yeah, he's getting raped for information.
13: Yep.
11: They don't have to rape him for information though, because he walks across the fucking line voluntarily. Yeah, so he's just
15: giving it to him. He's just giving it to him. He'll be like, uh, "What do you I want don't, to know? I don't need dick."
11: In the army, why do you think thunder I left?
15: Cats. It's probably true, right? It's a sad part. Right?
10: So, yes, wolf packs, wolverines, thunder cats.
7: So, When the FBI knocks
11: on your door, what do we tell them? Nah, bear. Nah, bear. No. Nope. Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Yep. Nah. Okay. Yep.
15: All right, fuckers, we got to get the fuck out of here.
11: Yeah, we got to go eat dinner, and I got to get ready for the yard sale tomorrow.
15: Yes. Uh, We'll be back though. We will be back. back. No,
11: no, no show tomorrow. No show in the yard sale.
15: Yep. No show tomorrow. Yard sales going on. No, no garden show. Yep. So Sunday though, we will be back. What are we doing Sunday?
11: Um, well, do you want to hold off on the Galactic Federation And the Star Seeds until uh Belushi and uh the other girl we met last night can yes, do
15: that? yes, yes, yeah, because I think that would be better to do it with them because they seem to know a lot about it. Okay, where I was not. Yeah. I'm not on par with that. So anyway. I
11: I gotcha. Understood.
15: I'd rather wait.
11: Fantastic. Well, then we're going to read the Book of Giants because we hadn't gotten to that yet. And that's next in um, the Book of Enoch. Okay. So.
15: So it'll be the Book of Giants. Book of Giants. So. Are we sure? There's no interviews. You you don't have to check anything. No,
11: I got no one. Nothing.
15: Because I know you're not seeing so well. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make sure. Well,
11: you know what? Let me check because it, you I got one out Thank on the you. Line,
15: Thank you. Thank you very much. But um, he
11: hadn't gotten back to me yet. So, and I probably will bring him on on Saturday anyway.
15: Yeah, You're no. not going to be on Saturday.
11: No, on a, on another Saturday anyway. He's a um, doctor turned uh, complete naturally. He's, he's on our path. Okay. Anyway. Step, stop,
13: meet We're uh, moving
15: on.
11: He's
15: on our, I should say he's on our spiritual path. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So anyway, we will be back Sunday with the book of giants. Mm-hmm. Um, as we discuss the book yes. of giants. Loyal to the foil. Thank you. Why? Yes. Yep. Loyal to the foil.
13: Mm-hmm.
15: I, I need to remember that she is a, uh, she was very good the other night. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. I had a very, actually very good conversation. Liana. I thought that was a lot of fun and, uh, You know, you know, the fun part is when everybody agrees, but we still have different viewpoints (laughs) on the argument and Mm -hmm. we still make the argument as if we're just as passionate about the subject, but we're also passionate about the argument. And it was awesome because it's the only time you're going to see people with different viewpoints that actually agree about everything else. But that one little point, they're like, Hey, yeah, you know what? I can let that go. And you actually see them just walk away and they, you know, they either, they walk away with their heads held high or they walk away with their heads held in shame. It's up to them. But it's uh, the way you feel the argument went, but it's one of those few times you can have that. It was impressive. I, I enjoyed that. It's, it's fun to be there. I enjoy being there. Yes, I like it a lot. A lot of fun It's something we can add To our Thursday night ritual Which mm-hmm. I think uh, Especially because you're off On Friday so Exactly it makes it, it makes it so easy Yeah The only thing that's gonna suck Is if I ever go back To work on Friday I'm fucked Well then Then, then we're gonna have to move it We're gonna have to move it To Friday night
13: mm-hmm.
15: I don't think you're Gonna go back to work on Friday I do have to do that mm-hmm. Well if they Put somebody else on saturdays and they give me the choice of having a two-day weekend or a, oh
11: well then okay. yeah
15: no no yeah, i am gonna the two take day that weekend yeah i'm not fucking stupid i'm yeah blonde I'm born on although i do
11: like you home on fridays especially when the kids are in school
15: this is true we get a lot more accomplished on fridays well we get a lot on we certain have, times we have of a the lot month. more fun anyway
11: <laughs> we don't get a whole lot accomplished but we have a lot more fun
15: <sighs> <laughs> during certain times of the month exactly. you know what i'm saying either way all right we will be back uh sunday, sunday for true Conspiracy. uh we will be exploring the book of giants and uh monday we'll be back 5:45. 45 the pre-show of course you can always check out the lovely liana mm-hmm. 95 and uh she will be doing her show from nine Oh five until about two o'clock in the afternoon. Some days it goes longer. Some days it's a little shorter. depends on the day. Most of the time she's there. You can check her out. She's the, she starts the day off. She's your your nice cup of coffee. She's your nice, good black cup of coffee with two scoops of sugar. You're ready to go. Where would you finish it off with, with the whiskey and the tea? So let me tell you something right now. That's it's a two pronged assault. If you don't watch both shows, you're going to miss out because she does shit that we don't do because I do watch her show mm-hmm. and I religiously watch her show. And because I do that, I know what she does in her show. Except we, when we, he takes his fun, blowjob break. No, <laughs> we don't double up. So Not you'll never much. see the same thing that she played here, and I'm hoping well, you'll never, for the unless part. it's huge, unless it's really good, unless it's like really, really big. Yep. but um, that's why we do it. So mm-hmm. you got to pay attention to both shows. But either way, um, we will be back then, and uh, yeah, I ain't got nothing. Else.
11: Um, I can put a link to her show on our Telegram
15: page. Absolutely. Yeah, it's too easy. Yep. Yeah. too easy. Cool. All right. Yes, Off the Rails. It was Off the Rails, Liana. It was. All right. And Belushi Show, Off the Rails. You got to check that out. Thursday nights. We've been back now. This is this was what? Our second, second
11: week. week. Mm-hmm.
15: Yeah. So we've been there for two weeks. Yep. We'll see if we get knocked out next week or somebody else better comes in. Who knows? Yeah. Either way. Till then, fuckers, you all have a great weekend. Mm-hmm. For the Mick and V-Lynn. Uh, we'll talk to you later.
11: Wish me luck tomorrow with uh, clear skies and a big turnout.
15: Peace, bitches. Bye,
11: y'all. Thanks for watching.
17: I